Hey everybody, this is Carlos and this is week one of your Double Dose of Los. What's up everyone and welcome to the All-Star Comics Podcast. I am your host, Jonathan Cote. Joining me on the panel tonight are... Roger. Carlos. And Johnny. And producing as always for us is Matt Lubick. Say hi, Matt. Sup? <laughs> if this is your first time listening to us, we typically review three books uh, that are out uh, for this week. One from Marvel, one from DC, and one independent book. We're going to review a graphic novel. We'll tell you what's coming out uh, comics-wise next week, and we'll do some news, some questions, and send you on your merry way. So, for the first book this evening, I believe Roger has the pitch, so why don't you go ahead and let us uh, have that. Okay, so um, the the DC book this week is Flash number nine with uh, art by Jorge Corona. It's written by Joshua Williamson. And this is this is uh, a post Godspeed book where we have the are we calling them Kid Flash? Yeah, yeah, both is, of them. Uh, no, Wally original Wally is Flash. Is Flash is a flat is a Flash. So and okay. then uh, new Fifty Two Wally West is Kid Flash. Okay, so um, yeah, so Kid Flash meets Ginger Flash. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. And, um, and, you know, there's some interesting stuff that goes down, but but one of the most fascinating things in the book is when uh, the two Wallies shake hands. Something happens in the – well, something happens to Barry Allen. Mm-hmm. And um, – he, he kind of starts to get you know to be absorbed in the speed force and much the wallies like, have to pull him out yeah much like in the dc universe rebirth one shot how barry pulled original wally right out of it something starts to absorb barry right. into it and it not only absorbs him but it does something to his mind it kind of i think right. i think the point is i guess that it's trying it's creating this paradox and messing up you know with time and it's sucking barry into the the speed force and I, that's what I got from it. I, I don't know if I necessarily want to go with the paradox route. I think this is the, I mean this is the, another one of those kind of standalone issues um, because issue 10 is going to kick off a new story mm-hmm. arc. Um, I originally thought this was going to be kind of an epilogue to the Godspeed story, but once we get into it, there's a lot of threads that are tugged from the DC Universe Rebirth one-shot. Right. Um, you know, the, what's happening, they, they address somebody stole time. Right. They addressed that abracadabra kind of messed with everybody's memories, yeah. which is the, the original Wally West's book in Titans that they're that they're currently doing that story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they kind of acknowledge that something bigger and badder is what has stolen time, and they're starting to kind of go to work on doling out little pieces of of that story. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, interesting, uh, interesting art in this issue. Because it's not the normal artist that's been on this book. Yeah, the normal artist is uh, Carmine, Carmine D. John Domenico. And yeah. his art's, uh, you know, really nice. It's uh, It has a different style. It's the cover artist on this. I yeah. I, I like how... I didn't like the New 52 Flash costume. And I think that's a trend with me. I don't like the new costumes for basically anybody. <laughs> but um, with uh, Carmine uh, John Domenico, he basically drew the, the lightning on Barry's um, costume. It looks like they're, you know... A little bit raised from the costume and they're always moving and yeah. i really really yeah. enjoyed that about it um this um art artist um, what, what's his uh, name corona. corona oh jorge corona uh 
I liked it. It, it kind of it has its own different yep. style. It's not bad at all. It, mm-hmm. It's good, and it, it the thing that they seem to be doing, and I don't I'm not an artist, so maybe this is just going to sound dumb to all the people that are. It seems that they're picking artists that can that look fast. Yeah, I like, agree. Because yeah. Carmine, he's got a style that looks fast. Same thing with uh, Corona on this issue. It looks fast. Yeah, it looks like it's always in motion. Yeah, yep. and it's it's interesting um, seeing you know a different artist kind of take on that that movement. Uh, I guess you could say of the Flash, so it was kind of cool. Yeah, I think they both complement each other, especially since it's in between issue. Mm-hmm. You look like you got something there that you're you're. Oh no, I you know it's it's a pretty simple issue. Yeah, it's overall. straightforward. There's there's not, but there's you know there's some really cool stuff that they do, especially at the end. I mm-hmm. mean Barry, when uh, Barry and the and the Wallies are talking afterwards. Uh, and um, I think one of the Wallies was asking Barry why he wasn't worried, and basically Barry says that at the uh, while he was in the in the Speed Force, he saw something that gave him hope, and and you have uh, at in in the last panel, there's there's a picture of Jay Garrick's helmet, yes. which is really cool. Yeah. Um, Spoiler and I alert. Think there's. Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of, you know, really a, an innocuous image. It's not, it doesn't yeah. really say anything. It just says, you know, it's kind of referencing that that's what gave him hope, whether or not it's it's tangible, you know, or intangible. Who knows? I don't know whether they're going to be bringing, I you hope. know, Jay into. I hope they bring Jay into help. Yeah. That would oh be really God, cool. That'd be so great. Just the family of speedsters. Um, I love that splash page you're looking at right now. The the big double page spread of uh, Wally and um, other Wally. I just like how all the lightning and and the way their um, their body is you know contoured. It looks like they're moving really fast, and I, I appreciate that from Corona. Um, also, did you guys see that uh, on the outline of um, Barry when he was ba- basically being controlled? It kind of looked like he was being controlled by the Reverse Flash. I'm not sure if you guys saw that. Oh yeah, yeah. He well, he is flash, there, yeah. and he's actually talking to him at one yeah. point. Yeah, because oh, there's a on um, one of the pages. Also, you got Grodd, you got Captain Cold, you got whoever this new villain is coming up next. Yeah, the darkness guy. Yeah, the the speed of darkness uh, story arc mm-hmm. villain. Um. So yeah, I think that was intentional. Um. Yeah, there's a Williamson. You know, he's done a pretty interesting job sewing together like some of the the stuff regarding all the flashes and uh the i mean i know he's not um he's not writing uh anything else at dc at the moment right he's just on this yeah i believe he's just on this yeah man he he could do an event with something i mean not that i'd necessarily want like a big crossover but man just do something big with the whole family of flashes it just seems like he's building to something like that with Especially with the tidbits of Jay Garrick possibly coming back, yeah. you know, I think. I mean, jo- Joshua Williamson has always been one of my favorite art, um, sorry, writers, and I think he can certainly pull off an, a, a big Flash event like the one that he seems to allude to. And I'm honestly, I'm just really excited for what he can be doing next, um, you know, in the next few issues. Mm-hmm. The thing that worries me mm-hmm. is that I'm not sure that both of these Flashes are going to stay around. Yeah, I mean, by but something happened when when they shook hands, mm-hmm. 
you know it's almost you know think of it like an, a matter antimatter thing you know because what whatever they did when they shook hands it it opened up something that that flash uh barry allen was susceptible to mm-hmm. and so i don't you know i'm not sure you know i'm not sure what the importance of that is yeah you know and why you know why did that happen i mean obviously i mean they're from different timelines right different mm-hmm. worlds different eras yeah i would say so and zoom does reference that too he says you are destined to run alone forever i've seen your future yeah so so I, you know are we gonna lose one could I be hope both. Not. Oh man, I hope not. Because I, I, I love. No, we're talking about either Barry, Barry or, or Wally. Wally. One. Oh, uh, I don't think Kid Flash is going anywhere. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah none of them should go away. Here, here's the thing: Wally, the original Wally, came into prominence when Barry Allen got absorbed into the Speed Force during Crisis. He sacrificed himself. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Wally Wally became like a grown man. He got married. He was the Flash. Yeah. In in like for what 20 years? Yeah, he's yeah. my Flash. like that. Yeah, and so He's a lot of people's Flash. Yeah, he's yeah. a lot of people's Flash. Um and so that's why people were so upset when the new 52 launched. They're like where's where's Wally? Where did he go? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of thing. And so DC Universe Rebirth did a good job bringing him back, but they brought him back as a younger man. So now all that history that he had as Growing up, having a family, Linda Park, his kids, all, all that's gone. So they could... But he they, does remember it, all he, of it. He does, but it hasn't happened. Right. Remember, somebody took all that away from him. Yeah. So he's he's lost 10 years of his life. So instead of being like a, a man that's like in his 30s uh, or whatnot, he's a young man in his 20s now. And so all that time is gone. So they could essentially do something with Barry Allen and then restore what we know... You know, from Wally and make him make kinda... Barry go away. So I don't know. I don't want to see any of That's them go away. <laughs> I think I. Th- you know, here's the thing. With a lot of times, I think with these comic book things, they think, okay, well, we got to do one or the other. We can't have a book for everybody, and that's true. But yeah. I think you can have like a flash book, do a story arc with Wally, then he goes on vacation, do a story arc with Barry, then he goes and does something. So you don't necessarily have to have everybody all the time. It'd be great to do something big yeah. with yeah. all of them. But it's not like you have to kill one off or send one to another dimension or whatever just so yeah. that you can tell a story arc with another Flash, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, anything else? Man, every, ever since DC Rebirth started, it, it's been great. Like, just this story and you talking about, like, what could happen. Like, all these potential stories coming out of this, you know, this event... It's just, it's been amazing. I've always been... Except for Nightwing. (laughs) (laughs) Matt's still bitter from last week. I mean, I've always been down on DC. I have never really loved... Shame on you. Yeah. But after this, I was like, oh, God, these books are so good. I can't afford them all. (laughs) But yeah, this Yeah, you should have seen my poll this week, Johnny. (laughs) I can only imagine. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was a big... Plus, it was like, just everything was out this week, so... Jeez. This book is good. You guys should pick this up. One more thing that I wanted to say, the cover yeah. itself. It's a yeah. callback yeah. to the Flash of Two Worlds. Yep. I'm glad you, I was going to just mo- mosey on by past that. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, it's great. It's uh, it's Barry looking at the two kid flashes. Yep. Um, so Man. yeah, it's it's cool. It's a great homage. Yeah, yes. great John Domenico art uh, for the cover at least. Yep. Anything else? You want to do some star ratings? Yeah. Yep. Let's, uh, let, well, you're the guest this week. 
Carlos. All right, let me. Oh, you know what? I liked it, so I'll give it a four. Four? Yeah. I, I liked it too. Um, I think that's all I have to say. Four. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'll go four just because they, we finally got a little bit of movement on the the rebirth thing. Yeah. You know, it's it's not like it's something super outstanding, but it's it's a good self-contained kind of one shot in a way story. So yeah. Uh, three stars. Three for me. Um, I really liked the art. Um, the story was was good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, you know I would probably grade it higher on potential. Yeah. Down the road, I mean, there's you know the the I last page why is I really cool. Some of the stuff point. you know still have some answers. Yeah. Um, decently constructed issue though, but it was for me it was good, not great. Cool. All right. Well, that's going to take us to our indie book this week. And it is Serenity, No Power in the Verse. And for all of you people that are familiar with the show Firefly or the movie Serenity, uh, and you've been complaining like, I want more of that, they have (laughs) continued that story in the comic books. And they're pretty great. Um, They typically do, I think, six-issue story arcs. And and so it's like a mini-series. That's really cool. Yeah, and and it's self-contained. So you get, like, a good story that would probably be, like, a season Mm -hmm. if they were still doing the TV show. Um, And this one picks up from where the last one left off. So if you didn't get uh, Leaves on the Wind or Leaf on the Wind. Yeah, I believe it was um, Leaves. Leaves on the Wind. uh, This is kind of picking up a little bit after that. it's the same cast, Malcolm Reynolds captaining, you know, captaining the the Serenity ship. Um, yeah, it's super good. It's issue one of this new story arc, and yeah, I'll I'll just kind of leave it for you guys to to comment on from there. Did you mention the creative team? The creative team is Chris Robertson and uh, George's Gianti, Genti, George's Genti, Genti. Okay, yeah. that's why I wasn't going to mention the creative team because I was going to butcher it. So they wanted yeah. you to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm t- I, I can openly admit I'm terrible with with names, but um, good art, good writing. If you like the show, the dialogue is very like you can tell these guys just consumed the show and movie because they even throw in the Chinese f- swearing uh-huh. um, or the the bad Chinese phrases that we don't know what <laughs> they're saying. We just know yeah, it's bad. Who knows what they mean. <laughs> So um, that's all still there. Uh, yeah, it's it, it, for me. It's just like if you like the show, you like the movie. It's it's in the same vein. It it follows. So for, for me, I've uh, like I mentioned last week, I've never watched the show, and I, I did promise I was gonna watch it uh, last week, but I I didn't. I'm sorry. Fail. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, but other than that, uh, this book is it's paced really well it, it, it tells a good story and I basically there from this little intro paragraph or uh, four paragraphs or whatever uh, I basically understood what this book was about and I wasn't completely lost but I think have uh, lacking context context stories, I yeah. didn't enjoy it as much as you know someone who loves the show would now I'm not saying this was a bad story it was a, I, I enjoyed it it's, quite a bit yeah it's it's a I don't want to say it's slow, but there's not a ton of action because, I mean, Serenity kind of would pace itself in, in interesting ways. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you have an episode of dialogue where nothing really happens and there's just kind of funny one-liners, and I think that's kind of what this was. Mm-hmm. It's setting up a lot of stuff. Anyway, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. Um, I, I was just going to finish with... I, I, I really enjoyed it. The, the art's really nice and, and pretty. It's, it has, a you know, nice thin lines, uh, I believe uh, Jancy does. 
and and I, li- I like the coloring as well. It has this kind of a mute palette of like oranges and, and browns and things like that. Sci-fi space western. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, got that feel. That's exactly, you know, how I would describe it. But uh, thank you for describing it. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I enjoyed it, but I, I honestly wish I had more context so I could enjoy it more. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, I'm, I've never seen Serenity, and it's been recommended to me several oh, times. Oh, man. I've just never been able to catch up on it. Oh, you guys. Yeah, but... Killing me. Honestly, the issue itself was really good, Like, but like he said, like I wish I had more context to... Yeah. Uh, Considering the fact that this this really does kind of directly follow the last comic story arc. Yeah. It's, it's not something I necessarily say, Oh, start there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, this is, this is definitely for people that have kind of kept up on the comic series. Yeah. Not to say that you can't jump in and just kind of enjoy what's happening. I think, um, there's enough there. Like you guys said from the setup. Oh yeah. Did you just pull up the theme? You did. I did. I I want you guys to listen to this. Put in the microphone. This is, It'll be less than 30 seconds, right, Matt? I think that's the rule. I think it's There's actually no copyright rule for the 30-second thing. That's just how Apple does it. Yeah, if they want to sue you, they'll sue you. Bummer. So you could actually... um, not to go on a, on a copyright law tangent. It's okay. We don't want to bore people. We <laughs> Best theme it. song for any series I've ever done. Yeah. But yeah. Really? I, to this day, I still have a t-shirt that says, you can't take the sky from me. And nice. I love it. I'm, I didn't like it. You have to see the show. Okay. You Johnny. didn't like the theme song? No. That wasn't better than X-Files. Oh, wow. I've, I don't think I've ever heard <laughs> X-Files theme song. <laughs> there. No copyright infringement. <laughs> no, right. Yeah. That's how you can get away mm-hmm. from it. Okay. Uh, well, no, it was good though, Roger. <laughs> what did you think of the comic, Roger? Because you have actually seen Firefly and Serenity. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I, yeah, I was really late to the party with with Firefly and Serenity too. Teresa tried to get me to watch that for a long time, and I finally did um, about a year, or year and Only a half a ago. Year? I think. Yeah, it really? was it was pretty recently. Wow. And uh, and I loved it. I loved the characters. I mean, I loved pretty much everything Joss Whedon's yep. ever done. And, and yeah. Joss, we trust. Um, <laughs> But uh, I, you know, I liked the comic. I thought it was, I, I thought it was extremely true to the characters. Mm-hmm. I was curious to see for guys who hadn't watched the show how they would feel about the comic because I actually I thought the comic was okay as far as you know story construction, plotting, you know stuff like that. I don't know because I I kind of felt like there wasn't a whole lot there yeah. to really sink you know the hooks into a new reader. To say, wow, this is, you know, I love these characters. I love, oh my God, what's happening here? I want to, I want to get the next issue and find out. There really wasn't anything like that. It seemed to me like it was, it, it was absolutely catering to the, a fervent fan base yeah, that knows base these characters oh, yeah. inside yeah. now. I can agree to, and I think part, once again, I think partly because this is, this follows the last story arc. I really feel like this is issue seven from Leaves on the Wind, even okay. though they do them in six issue story arcs. If that was a whole 
like if this was a completely new story arc, it might have felt different. Hmm. Yeah. For new yeah. readers. Are you caught up? Caught up on what? On Serenity, uh, like miniseries or something? Are, have you yeah. read all of them? Just about. I think there's a couple early ones uh-huh. that they put out that I have not read. Uh-huh. But Leaves on the Wind is a direct uh, sequel from the movie, which is why I made sure yeah. to pick that one up. Because there's a couple comic series that they've done that are kind of like their own pocket, if I'm not mistaken, mm. stories like when the show was going on. Mm-hmm. Leaves on the Wind came out and was a direct sequel to the events of the Serenity movie, which is why I wanted to see, or I wanted to read that. And so this being after that, you know, it's definitely for people that are, you know, up to speed with that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. who they were. Yeah, I have to say, for being a um, a comic tied into a, a different property, uh, I wasn't lost. I completely, oh. I completely. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, <Sick glass>. right. <laughs> Way to cut me off, Matt. Uh, I was, um, I completely understood what was going on, and you know, I liked it. You're right, Roger. It didn't have any of the big hooks to you know keep me from keep me. T- reading the next issue but other than that it's a it's a good book i will say this about the the serenity miniseries that they do i like reading them in trades much better mm. than i do single issues it, i could definitely it see flows that. really good um so that's my only gripe other than you know like it was kind of a low-key setup issue yeah um but uh, shut up matt <laughs> he's just like, he's in every like one liner tonight um but anyway, yeah, so um, I, I do tend to enjoy a lot of the Serenity uh, stories in, in trade format better than huh. single comic issues. Because I did Leaves on the Wind. That was the first time that I had done um, done a Serenity series monthly, and it was painful. Like, I was yeah. just like, I want to read it all right now. Yeah. So. Do these come out uh, monthly? Yeah, that's a monthly book. Oh, okay. So, Carlos, you have anything else? Nope, nope. No? Want to do some Star Rings? Anything? No? Good. I'm going to say three for this particular issue for myself. Nothing inherently bad about it, but it does cater to a lot of what you know and love, and that's why it's good if you've read it. I wish that it started with a bigger bang for it being the start of a new story arc. That was my only thing. So Okay, uh, I'm going to give it a two and a half, and that, that's not because it's a, it, I think it's a bad book. I think that's my enjoyment level. Of the issue, two and a half. So you're not a sci-fi space western guy, Johnny? I am exactly the opposite of that, actually. Wow. Yeah. I don't like sci-fi and I don't like westerns. But wow, wait, Which wow. is weird. I, I really wow. like East of West, but I can That's only, a sci-fi western I know, also. I know. Yeah. But I, can I don't only, think you know what you like, Junior. <laughs> you know what? He's <laughs> trying to find himself. Huh? You might, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Carlos. Thank yeah, you. No problem. <laughs> Anything else, or are you just too busy laughing? Nope, I'm done. You guys suck. <laughs> Two and a half. Carlos. I'll give it a three. Uh, like like I said, like I would have more enjoyment of it if I watched Serenity, but uh, all in all, it was a great comic. Uh, you know, the you have until good. next week to watch that show, Carlos. Otherwise, we're not <laughs> oh, letting you in the door. All episodes. Oh, man. All, all 14. Too, all caught up. Wait, oh. there's only 14 episodes? Oh, I wait, told you yeah, this. Yeah. It's one season in a movie. Half oh, a season man. in a movie. It got canceled halfway through. <laughs> okay, I'll probably watch it. During right the on. next year or so. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Roger? I'm going to go uh, three stars. You know, there's a part of me that wants to go higher. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely love uh, Genty's art. If if you've ever read any of the uh, the Dark Horse Buffy comics, he mm-hmm. does a lot of the art on those. Um, his, his art 
fits this book perfectly he captures the the likenesses of the characters pretty yeah. well yeah so that you know you know you can you can recognize you know whether it's jane or anara or mal or you know whoever you kind of you know you feel at home with it um i love being back with these characters but you know on the whole the the comic was okay you know and so despite you know my love for the art my love for the characters this world and everything it, it was an okay comic so um three bordering on two and a half but yeah. right on okay let's go ahead and go to marvel this week it's a little bit different from marvel we're we're crossing over into um star excuse me wars territory. yeah star wars territory which we haven't done a star wars book if i'm not mistaken nope. so carlos has the pitch yeah, so this is uh, Star Wars number 24 by Jason Aaron and George Molina, artist. Uh, basically, we're stuck with Leia, Han Solo, and Luke trying to take over a Star Destroyer. And, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a great book. I really like the Star Wars series that Marvel's putting out right now. Star Wars, I will say, has been probably their best material um, just <laughs> in their entire lineup. Yeah. Um, especially, yeah, no, don't give me that look, bro. Don't, I'm talking about on a consistent basis. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm no talking way. about on a consistent basis. No yes. way. Yeah. How many, how many issues is vision and it, and is, has it ended? Yes, it has. And it was only 12 star Wars started before this. I'm talking about on a ongoing consistent basis. Star Wars has been better. Miss probably Marvel. every one of those. Look, I don't issues. give a crap about Miss Marvel. Ghost Rider. Every one of these 24 issues of Star Wars probably has been no less than good. Yep. Yeah. Like, okay, that was just Maybe, a like, from book. two and a half and up. Here's the thing. How many top-tier books suck at Marvel? Yeah. A lot. Okay. <laughs> Star Wars is a top-tier book that, on a regular mm-hmm. basis, like Matt yeah. said, is no less than good. Okay, I'll give you that. It, it's probably the best top-tier book that they so, have. That's, and that's my point. There's okay. a lot of hidden gems. I will, I will concede. Like, Vision is a great series. Power Man and Iron Fist, great series. A lot of stuff. But Star Wars... Fairly consistent. Now, I, I'll start off saying, after saying all that stuff, I did have some issues with this particular issue. Of course you did. It's Marvel. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's, it's more j- what Jason Aaron decided to do um, in the last couple issues with certain things. And I, I'm not the authority on Star Wars. I know a lot of people that are way more Star Wars-y than I am, but it is something that's near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Carlos was saying, part of this story arc is they had to find this giant Star Destroyer, the Harbinger, is if I'm not mistaken, yeah. what it was, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it apparently had like a skeleton crew on it, or yeah. I don't know if they found it and then like restored it and got it in the air or, or whatnot, but there's nobody on this ship. So they get... They, they're taking it to another planet that's been blockaded by the Empire, and they're going to use it to try to, one, Star Destroyer, to take out an entire <laughs> blockade of Star Destroyers. Yes. So it's, there's a little bit of like, really, Jason Aaron? Really? Um, you know, and the, the main cannons are down. There's all yeah. kind of, This is like a jalopy Star Destroyer, and they're yeah. trying to fix it while they're flying it while the way flying. that uh, Han and Chewie would if it was the Millennium Falcon. But it's a freaking Star Destroyer. Yeah, right. So I had I was just kind of like, it was one of those stretches. It was like, eh. You know, this is like, you know, all fake and stuff, but that doesn't seem to jive with what we know of the movies. Maybe they have faith in the Force. Maybe they do, but that's going to bring me to something else entirely. All right. Um, Earlier in this series, because I dropped off somewhere around the... Right before this story arc actually started. I think it was at 22, 21, 20, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. Um, 
in one of the story arcs, uh, Luke had been kidnapped by a particular hut on another planet um, who collected, like, Jedi artifacts and whatever, and he, like, tried to steal Luke's uh, lightsaber, and he wanted to keep Luke prisoner because Luke, he kind of did some Force stuff, and he's like, you're, like, you know, a possible Jedi, you're mine, you know, kind of yeah. thing. And so, jo- or not Java, this particular hut had this guy that was, like, his enforcer, but turns out he's like an imperial agent undercover but he could like fight with a lightsaber and do all the stuff but he didn't have any force powers okay okay so it turns out he's part of this like elite stormtrooper squad that gets onto this ship to stop luke and leia they get dispatched by the emperor or darth vader something like that um i haven't read all of the the stuff since then i'm just gathering all of this from the the little intro page <laughs> okay well it turns out the leader of the stormtrooper squad is that BA, like, dude that was undercover working for the hut that uh. fought Luke once already? Fights him with a lightsaber in Stormtrooper gear. I was like, nope, Stormtroopers are supposed to have bad aim, <laughs> never hit anybody, and they don't use lightsabers, especially if you don't have the force. So I had some kind of big exceptions to Jason Aaron doing that. So I don't think they were missing on purpose, <laughs> you know, but also. No, it's not that they're not. Yeah. It's, uh, they're that also, I, I don't I think that you you have to have force powers to use a lightsaber, and I believe uh, Han Solo used the lightsaber in, in like one of the novels or the comics. But we're I believe it was in a movie. It was well, not in a movie. The, I mean, it's the Jedi's oh. choice. He of used weapons, it to like open yeah. up because the, you can. I mean, you can use a lightsaber it has an on to and off deflect, yeah. you know, photon blasts and stuff like that, which you're not going to be able to do with with any other weapon. Right. There's a difference between cutting open. A freaking uh, what's what, it called? What did you call? I forgot what the name uh, of it was. Tauntaun. Yeah, Tauntaun. I was there gonna say go. a nine nine, but I knew that wasn't. Bad joke. Um, yeah, it's a difference like cutting open a, a, a Tauntaun and actually fighting somebody that has the force with one. This guy does not have the force. Yeah, but also he wasn't deflecting any photon lasers or anything like that. He wasn't doing anything miraculous. He basically treated it like a sword. Where Luke is basically very young in his Jedi oh, training. I, I get what they're doing, dude. It's not like I didn't understand this. Believe me, I saw Star Wars before you were born. Okay? So let's let's not like yeah, mince words here about what Star Wars is and, and what it's not. That's probably I, accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I understood what he was trying to do. I just, I'm not sure I liked it. For the listeners that don't know your face, they probably think you're like some 60-year-old bearded <laughs> no, man. No, I don't think that. I think I've stated my age a few times. <laughs> So, anyway, I've been talking for way too long. What do you guys think? I was kind of underwhelmed by this issue. I, I, had, I had dropped off of Star Wars right after Vader Down. Oh, that was such um, a good story arc. Loved, uh, loved every issue. Um, this one was a bit of a head-scratcher for me. Um, and I, I felt like, you know, I probably needed to have read the, the issues before. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, issues, yeah. where, you know... Why is this Star Destroyer deserted? Yeah. You know? I mean, Why this is, is it a, a piece flying of junk? city. Yeah. Nothing's working, all this stuff. And then you have, you know, I, I kind of felt like, you know, they were trying to sell toys. You know, you have like six different styles of stormtroopers that nobody's ever seen before. Because mm-hmm. it's um, an elite squad. And yeah. yeah. And, and you know, the the stormtrooper with the light, lightsaber. Um which is, I, you know, it's kind of underwhelming. Creole, I just Creole. think, you know, and and then you know, ramming other star destroyers while they're trying to get the cannons back online. That's a dumb idea. It was, it was really over the top yeah. for me. Um, 
you know, I love I love how Jason Aaron captures all of their personalities, whether yeah. it's yes. Han. That's you know, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't because the, the first the story arc yeah. was brilliant, and everything up through Vader's down was really good. So it's not like Aaron doesn't know what he's doing, but yeah. it's just like this particular story arc. You know, one, the whole reason I dropped off was like I don't give a crap about elite stormtroopers. Yeah. I want Han, Luke, and Leia. Like yeah. that was that was my whole thing. And I think the issue with this is is this still taking place between New Hope and Empire, yes. right? Yeah. So there's only a, he's working with a limited. Well, you know, there's only a limit to what in you terms can do. of in terms of time. That's the longest amount of time. Between, I believe it's eight months between movies. I don't think it's eight months. I think there's more than that. Yeah, I want to say it's a couple years. And it's probably five and six is eight months. Yes, because yeah. five and six have a shorter amount of time between them. Yeah. So he's that's got a, he's got enough time to to tell some of these stories, but yeah. still, it's like meh. But it's not like he can kill three off years. Han and bring him back. No, three I years. think the you know? three years. Three years. Nice. Mm-hmm. Three years between uh, episode four and five. Whatever he's whatever in. he's got planned for this story, it really has nothing to do with this issue. I think. Yeah. I think it has to do with with who's coming. Mm-hmm. At, the, oh, at yeah. the end of the book. Yeah. Vader. So yeah, you setting up. Um, he's setting up a you know a confrontation again with with showdown and, and Vader. So. I just want to say, man, Leia in this book is badass. Yeah. I like the art. Uh, who did the art? Uh, Jorge Molina. It, she just. It, yeah, Jorge Molina is a, a great artist. Yeah, uh, he he doesn't draw them exactly a lo- how they are, you know, portrayed in the film. But you can tell that that's Han or it's a stylized yeah. version yeah. of what what the characters are. Their likenesses. What was the same for like Genty on yeah. on Serenity? I mean, it's like you know you know who that is. They're they're recognizable, but it doesn't have to be photorealism. You know, photorealism. I, I gotta yeah. say, I wasn't looking forward to reading a Star Wars um, comic because I feel like it should just be you know the movies and whatever else they they make. <laughs> Calm down, Jonathan. This Relax. is whatever else they make. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but reading this, I was like, oh, this is really good, and I and I want to keep reading it. I I honestly really enjoyed this issue. Yeah. Huh? Anything else you were? What were you talking about? Like, wh- why do you think Leia was so like ba in this? Oh man, she's just giving orders. Like Han's like, well, what are you gonna do? She's like, no, we need the cannons. We weigh four. We don't need the cannons. We weigh forty million tons. Just hold the course at maximum speed. It's like, oh, just just go in, just go in and just ram them, ram them. She doesn't take crap from anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. have some clarification on lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Alrighty. Basically, it says from googling it. Uh, normal people are allowed to use them and can use them, but normally Which I don't because they find them too dangerous as weapons. Since Jedi normally tend to use them, since they're able to control it without cutting their hands off. That's true. And the materials going into them normally are like you find your own materials. Normally, the materials that Jedi find to use them are more dangerous and like not your everyday materials. So like there might be like a gas or a liquid in there that like if it gets out it'll hurt you. So a Jedi using them is able to control it and make sure it doesn't bust on them or it doesn't cut off one of their own limbs. Yeah, isn't one of the tests for a Jedi making your own lightsaber? Yeah, yeah. you find your own crystal and put it together, yeah. Yeah. And see, I know from reading, like, the novels, like, there have been people that use lightsabers that have trained against other swordsmen, but it never, I don't think it ever specified that the swordsman used a lightsaber, because there's some things that a lightsaber won't cut through. Yeah, there's a few materials. So, like, yeah, like, before they, yeah, before they went into, like, you know, I'm gonna get really Star Wars (laughs) before they turned into Legends, uh, the the old novels, uh, Leia and Han's daughter, um, oh. Jaina. Jaina. 
Jaina. Did you just say Jaina? I did say Jaina. <laughs> Good job, Johnny. This is a family show. Um, Jaina. <laughs> Honestly, you, you could have just yeah. let it no, go. Let it no, no, I couldn't fine. have let it go. Um, Jaina, Jaina went and trained with a Mandalorian swordsman, and uh, he had a sword and she had a lightsaber. Yeah. He made her, like, super BA. Because even so. if you don't have powers um, or, like, experience as a Jedi, you can still, like, yeah. help it. You can use it probably better than just a regular everyday person. Yeah. My, I guess my, my issue with with this, it's like I just, if you're going to have a character, like, you know. But then look, then look, look at him, Grievous. But yeah. he was, like, an androidish kind of. But he wasn't a Sith. And he had like two lights. Yeah. I mean, lights he, was, right. he would, uh, but he would see, like once take again, all if, the if calculations. He, something off, he, he could just, did go like, under a lot of training yeah. to be able to use those, though. So I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's just I don't know. I just don't like the character. I think is what my problem yeah. is with it. But I just I feel like if you're gonna try to put him against Luke with a lightsaber, you better sell me on the fact that this that if he doesn't have force powers, I should say, or if he's not a Sith. You better sell me on the fact that this guy knows what he's doing and show me a lot of really cool fight stuff or whatever. Because yeah. the one, two panels of him fighting with the lightsaber like six, ish, seven issues ago wasn't enough to convince me that he could take on somebody with the Force. Yeah. And I get that Luke's young in it. He's still being trained. But come on! <laughs> he's wormy right now. That's, so, his, that's his nickname. Did you know that? Who? Uh, Luke's. So wormy? his friends on... Um, where were they? Tatooine? Yeah. Yeah, um... They called him Wormy. Wormy. Huh? Yeah, I think it's in a deleted scenes of Episode Four or something mm. like that. Right. Because he's always. Anyway, that um, was a really long tangent that I just went off on. So, thanks for the fact checking. Yeah, Matt. thanks, Matt. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> anything? Anything else uh, out of this particular one? Nope. I don't think so. No. I feel like this is another like kind of like underwhelming week. Yep. It, it's not <laughs> like it's not. Great, it's not bad, but it's like okay, but, that's good. I like it. Yeah. You know. I mean, okay. Flash was kind of my highlight, and that was it. Yeah, Flash so. was great. Um, so let's do some star ratings. Uh, Roger, you want to go first? Um, two and a half stars. I love the art. Yeah, uh, it's kind of kind of similar with Serenity. I love I love uh, you know being in, in that world and reading these characters, and I think that you know Aaron captures their voices really well. Yep. But oh my god, did he really just kind of go over the top? with some of this stuff yeah. so and it's like you know the i don't know it's i don't really care where the story goes <laughs> outside outside of vader coming in that's yeah. cool yeah because yeah. oh but, man they i i think part of what makes this one a little tougher is vader was such a tightly defined run 25 issues it's over yeah. and you could clearly see where it started and where they were kind of like bam yeah. that was it I don't know how long. I think they're going to keep this thing going as long as they can. Yep. But there's only yeah. so much you can do. I know, within the time yeah. frame that they yeah. have. They'll, they'll fit it in there. They, they, don't worry. Yeah. yeah. Um, they'll, they'll make they'll, it start doing, like, post-Empire stories and then, like, yeah. post-Jedi stories. Well, like you said, they have three years. Yeah. This could take place three in, years. like, two days. Yeah. 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 So, anyway. Um, yeah, two and a half stars for me. Yeah. I'll give it a three. Three? I would give it a three, too. I enjoyed it, but... I, I, I don't know. Just a three for me. It's okay. 
I'm gonna go two and a half also because I'm just kind of like I just some of those things. I I think Aaron's better than that, and I think he just got lax. That stormtrooper thing really yeah, bothered you. The huh? oh, stormtrooper <laughs> thing really bothered me. I think he just got lax on this particular story and was just like, nah, I got to do some work on Southern Bastards. I'll just cash a check with this particular Thor's one. Coming up. Thor's coming up. I got I'm some other stuff Thor, to really worry about. I, the thing that bothered me most was you know what five people flying a star destroyer yes! and, like, and what the you heck? know full speed ahead i'm like really and hey, yeah. man, it's not even but, five people because chewbacca's doing work to get the yeah, freaking, yeah he's trying to make get it the cannons like, back up oh uh, yeah so but it's just, like nobody's at the helm per se yeah. you know well they just um, wanted to ram them she was like yeah were you gonna say something matt I was going to clarify on timelines, too, because I believe I remember reading an issue of Spider-Man not too long ago where they mentioned something like 15 years has been the whole continuity of Spider-Man from, like, whenever it started to now. It's been only 15 years, like, really? in actual yeah. time. Wow. So That's it's about like, right. 15? Yeah. So it's like if... Yeah, because it started when he was, 60 like, 60 years 15. of Spider-Man can be in... Oh, wow. So what Imagine what they could do with Star 30. Wars. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty nuts. Okay. Well, that's gonna put our uh, our review books uh, out of the way for the evening. Yeah. So let's go ahead and go to the lightning round. And is there? Well, wait. Well, I'm gonna follow up on the on from last week. I don't know that I have an answer for this. Is there any book that you would replace? Oh, that's right. Oh, wow. If is you could replace any one any one book, or I don't know, all of them for that matter. The problem for me is I haven't read any of the other books. From this week, I would. I, I had time to read Action this week, and that was it. And I was gonna try to do Seven to Eternity. So if anything, I would swap out Seven to Eternity with something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what. Serenity. Uh, but uh, no, probably it was Star Wars because Star Wars got a lower grade for me on this one. Come on, pick a Marvel book for Star Wars. If I if I was gonna <laughs> if I was gonna pick a Marvel book to to switch it out would probably be Civil War Two. I haven't read it, but I. That's such a that's such a you know a double edged sword for me because yeah. it's like I I want it to be good I want it to be really really good great but uh, in my heart I know that it's likely to suck <laughs> so I think I think I can switch out talking to the mic sorry yeah <laughs> it's once again making Matt earn his pay uh, I think I would switch out Seven to Eternity with Star Wars. Or with Serenity, you know, one of the one of the those two because I enjoyed yeah. Flash, and Flash is on my pull list, and I mean Serenity is too, but it was a slow issue. Um, I would probably do switch out the other book for Future Quest or, or just something that I know is good that's out this week, yeah. just because I know I've been enjoying it. Nobody read Teen Titans number one yet. Not, not yet. yet. It's on my. Yeah, I need it's to on read my pull that. list. On, yeah, <laughs> this was a great week. This was a great week. Yeah, and I yeah I I can't wait to get to to some of these other books. I would have switched out. Um, Miss Marvel for Star Wars? Of course. Oh, Number yes. one. Okay. That's a good book. Yeah, it's Ms. really, yeah. really good. Didn't speak to me. Okay. Carlos? So, yeah. Can I choose uh, one from last week? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Breaking the rules? You what do you think you, you are? A guest on this show? Hey, hey, just because I haven't read any from this week. <coughs> Go ahead. Um, Thor from last week was really good. And I know you guys reviewed that before. And Jane, the Jane Foster. Thor. I like yeah. that book actually a lot. It was the oh, tale of the uh, Milnor. Oh, Milnor. Yeah, Milnor. How it was, was how created. Milner? Yeah, yeah I don't know if you guys had a chance to read that, but that was really good. I, I read a review cool. on it and how like Odin created with the storm. Now, why couldn't everything? that have been the story when we reviewed it instead it was of cool. whatever it was the a good one bull show. crap yeah. was that we reviewed? I read about that's cool. Because yeah. I'll go. I'll go back and read. You want to know why, Jonathan? 
Because you read one issue and completely <laughs> give up on it. No, I've the thing is, is I come in intermittently on certain stuff when people talk about like, oh, check this out, check that out. And granted, like, yeah, when they did the first Jane Foster Thor, I read the first issue. I was like, there's nothing here to hook me, and so I waited. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was talking about. It. I was like, okay, I'll read an issue. It's no God Bomb. But yeah, that, see, oh, that's just yeah, it. Yeah, that's bomb, that's just bomb. it. Yeah. I. I had read God Bomb, so that in my mind, Jason Aaron that. doing Thor, that's what's like going on. Yeah, yeah. And then I get to to that, yeah, and I'm like, it's no. not the same, but it's still we'll good. Be, no, still good. You'll be very happy for next week, but I, I don't know. Question for you, later. Roger, though, yeah. um, is yes. IDW currently doing a tie-in with their whole universe through Transformers or something? Yes, they are. It's called Rom. Revolution, and but it's, it's with like it's Rom. with Transformers, yeah. Rom, Action Man. Um, Micronauts? Micronauts. Mask? Mask. Is that All it? those. Yep. That sounds interesting. Uh, Basically, if it had a Hasbro toy yeah, at some point. That sounds yep. crazy. Does wow. uh, IDW also have the, the licensing They're not doing rights? My Little Pony crossovers no. yet. <laughs> no, 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 no. My Little Pony Transformers <laughs> crossover. I'm sold. Take sounds, my money. That sounds great, actually. Anyway, uh, no. Uh, Transforming have, ponies. <laughs> I, you know, I'd buy it. Sure. Just shut up. And I'm going to get to writing. Right? No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, they have the licenses for the Cartoon Network characters, right? Some of yeah. them. They had Samurai Jack, oh, okay. Powerpuff Girl. So they did a crossover a while ago with the Samurai Jack. Yes. At a yeah, Maddie Super Pop- Secret Infinite Crisis. Something, oh, something like that. Yeah, that sounds it was, great. Yeah, it looked pretty good. I need to read that. Oh, Super Secret Crisis Wars. That's what it was. I think that's what it yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what great it was. Great name. So I think All it was right. a lot of those. Lightning anyway, round. lightning round. Johnny, I'd like to throw it to you first. Do you want, want to go first? I'm so prepared. Great. No? Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. I'll okay. go ahead. So... This is the same lightning round from last week, and only because <laughs> this book is the best book that I have read in the past 12 months. Do, do you just have, I, like, I a you, Tom King man crush? Uh, no, oh. I actually don't like his Batman. I thought you wanted to talk about Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. No, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna go where he's going to go. Just yeah. Let, let. So, Vision number 12 is the last issue of Vision by Tom King, and I forgot the artist. Great. Um, this book, like I said, it's amazing. It's my favorite book all year. And I implore you guys to pick up the trades because it's been amazing. I've been telling these guys to pick it up when we need to review it. We need to review it. Eventually, we'll review it. But, you know, I can't wait for that day. Pick this book up, please. We'll review it on a day that you're out of town. (laughs) (laughs) You're not on the cast. Now I have to be here every week. (laughs) Johnny's like, I quit my job. I must be here. Uh, I'm excited to read it. Yeah, Yeah, just just, I, I know it's good. It's it's one of those. You know, I I can't wait for Marvel to screw it up by trying to relaunch it and have somebody else do the same thing, because and that's what they did with Hawkeye. Yeah. No disrespect to Jeff Lemire, because I think it was he was the one that took over yeah. for Fraction. I didn't follow someone. Yeah. But Fraction's take was so original, Reinvented and I think yeah. when you put that weight on somebody else's shoulders, that's not necessarily that. No. It's gonna suffer. Right. Yeah. Because it just I I remember being excited to pick up Lemire's run and being like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Not as good. Same here. So, and I, I bought the compendium of Fractions Run. Oh. It was that, like, yeah. You should let oh, me wow. borrow that. But yeah. you should just get it, dude. You're the Marvel guy. Yeah. Yeah, you should have that, man. You should, yeah, I you should, should own that I one. I will say, like, though, Charles Soule Daredevil, pretty good compared to Mark Wade. Like Really? really? Yeah, like, I read the first three or four issues, and it was pretty good. It's, I not, it's not as good as Mark Wade. I Wade's. dropped off after one issue because of Ten Fingers. <laughs> oh no, that was hilarious! It had he it. had a gun with ten actual triggers. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, so wow. stupid. I, I liked it. Yeah, well, I, it was I, but I only read the first issue. Yeah. Uh, maybe two issues. I think yeah, I read I think three. Where do you stuff. actually see him? 
I can't wait to get the trades. Yeah, for that, I think it was. So. I think it was the second one. I think it was the first issue, the last was page. It? First maybe, issue, last no, page. Yeah. Maybe. Either way, pick up Vision. The trade first trade is yeah. out. Uh, second right. trade will Lightning be out runs. soon. <laughs> and yeah, and I have that on hold with Roger. Oh, you do you? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm waiting for the inevitable inevitable hardcover. Did I say that word correctly? Yes. Okay, Good it job. didn't sound correct. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos, you want to go next? Sure. Um, I also have another Tom King book. Uh, Omega oh, Man. Oh, that's Ooh. that's actually really yeah, I, good. I, I just finished reading that. Oh is, my god, it's awesome. What can he? <laughs> Go ahead. So yeah, I, I I read that and I tried reading it in singles and didn't I couldn't keep up with it. It was something that I had to read and trade, and I picked that up. Oh man, it is an amazing book. Wow. That is the Kyle Rayner story that a lot of people need to, to oh, pick up. Yeah, it's Kyle Rayner. Yeah, Kyle Rayner, but it's but not. He's, uh, it's good. I, it's I don't want to spoil yeah. anything because I've I've pitched it before and it's it's good. So um, like the Omega Man and you know the, that didn't interest me and Tom King kind of interested me and people say that it's really good but you know that Kyle Rayner's in it that sounds pretty interesting to me. It the artist is really good. Mm. Barnaby Bagenda Bagenda yeah, something that, like that yeah. really original. It's a, I think you'd like the artist a lot mm. based off of things that you've told me about. Um, but yeah, super good. Multi-layered. There's a lot more than just a, the story yes. that he tells in it. I yes. think that's what makes it so good. And it doesn't have the happiest of endings. To say oh. that, I, yeah. yeah. But it's good. Oh, yeah, but it's good. It makes me want to go back and read the whole thing again. Yeah, Vision doesn't have the happiest of endings either. <laughs> God, that thing's so messed up. Anyway, we're Pick really like tangenting on these lightning rounds, Roger. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, so I'm going to follow up on one of the news items from last week. This Saturday, uh, three days from now, is Halloween Comic Fest, October 29th. We're going to be open an hour earlier this year. It's going to be 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. A few things going on. We're going to have the dollar comics out uh, on on the front uh, sidewalk, but also you can get a short box and stuff at Full of Comics for 50 bucks. Um Graphic novel sales going to be twenty percent off first graphic novel. Get a second of equal or lesser value for forty percent off. Uh, Whoa! Uh, uh, get in here for that. And twenty percent off uh, all of the merchandise in the store. Oh, so, I might just come in. And then free comics. <laughs> yeah, all the the Halloween Comic Fest free comics. Um, there's forty or so titles that we'll have, either full size comics or mini comics. Uh, no limit on the number of comics that you can, can we you can take. Um, is it in? I yeah, I don't know the answer to that question. Okay. Okay. I might just yeah. skip work for that. It'll be fun. Mm. I'll be here. I'll be. Of course here. you will. You're here every day. Yeah. Because <laughs> I work across have, the street. Yeah. <laughs> one of the um, one of the interesting things that they do too for for all you you uh, people out there that are going to be hosting trick or treaters at your house um, every year. Diamond makes available some of the mini comics for sale in comic shops like you can oh, buy really? a pack of 30 so you can give out mini comics oh, that's really to cool. kids Sweet. instead of candy what? or in addition to candy and we have some of the, it's five dollars for doing a pack that. of 30 yeah. comics I'm doing Sign that. Me up yeah. Yeah. I got a story about that real quick because yeah. you gave me some last year okay and I gave them out to kids and I ran out for candy a little for, I ran out of candy for a little while and if you just give, give kids just comics they give you dirty looks <laughs> what <laughs> really yeah. uh, comics and candy <laughs> They, no, they need to be educated. <laughs> they need to have comics and candy. These little kids, they don't know better, but oh, they, they need to be candy educated. with the comics. Oh, I know. What's, what's up with that? What um, 
What kind of comics? Just any... Okay, we're getting... <laughs> once again, this is like... This is not a fast <laughs> yeah, lightning round today. <laughs> this is a molasses it's round, a molasses guys. molasses round. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to make mine fast. Uh, so, as you guys know, I, I have a solid disdain of Gerard Way and everything he's doing at DC. Um, <laughs> but, I know. This is actually going to be a good one. Uh, I read Cave Carson, and I enjoyed cool. it. It was a coherent story. I, I liked Michael Avon Oming's art on it. Um, but I'm going to say this. Gerard Way worked with another writer on that book. Uh, and I think that's why there yeah. was a coherent <laughs> happen. So I don't know if Way turned me around. If like he's just working on like the plotting and then he's got this other guy doing the actual storytelling. Or if they're working together on it. Either way, yeah. he had somebody there to kind of balance out his wannabe Grant Morrison, wannabe yeah. BK Vaughn type. You know, thing. So I I highly recommend Cave Carson. It's different, um, but it's fun, and I really enjoyed it. And oh, it cool. does the Metal Men show up in it. Um, uh, there's a couple references to other DC, so it, it's still part of. It's not like it's off in its own little thing. Yeah, it's still yeah. part of the DC universe. So thoroughly enjoyed Cave Carson. Didn't expect to, but I'm definitely checking out issue two. Who's nice. the other writer? Do you know? Oh, uh, Nick Rodriguez. Hmm. Is that what it was? I don't know. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Don't, oh, I think they're them? gone. Oh my gosh. Sold they're out. All gone. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Either way, that's that's interesting that it, you know, interested you. Yeah. yeah. It's it's one that I recommend. Holy. So, all right. That's going to do it for lightning rounds. That's what, so, so to, re, to reiterate, you recommend a Gerard Way book. I recommend a book with his name on it, but okay. not solely his name. Right. There's somebody else there. While I, I listening wanna... to My Chemical Romance. Yeah. <laughs> you have to God. listen to uh, My Chemical really Which I, I just want to cut in my a wrist. Of a broken glass. Yeah. Oh my God. That's the point. Oh, I think. Oh, I think. Oh. I think the other guy was more of a factor, to be honest. Hmm. Neither do I. Okay. So I'm still not gonna read it. <laughs> no. I... Anyway, uh, that's going to bring us to some previews. Let's talk about some books that are coming out and the ones that we're going to be reviewing. So, oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. We have the graphic novel to do. I was, I forgot to check off my thing because I wrote them so close. I told you this, Leo. Um, I would confuse him. <laughs> Calm down, guys. It's, it's not like, you know, it's every week. <laughs> um. Really, I just didn't want to give Johnny a chance to talk anymore. Yeah. Is what it came down I talk to. Talk a little too much. <laughs> Not as much <laughs> as Johnny. Right, go ahead. At, well, I'm the host. Um, go ahead and pitch this to us, Johnny. All right. So uh, this week we're reading Batman: The Long Halloween by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. It basically follows the early years of Batman, and um, basically there's this murderer na- uh, nicknamed Holiday that has been killing. Uh, Kind of like uh, crime bosses and 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 different types of uh, people. The Falcone family. The Falcone family. Um, and and it's up to Batman to basically uh, figure it out. Um, and the reason it's called the Long Halloween is because the the first murder is made on uh, I believe Halloween, and then I believe it takes a whole year. It pretty much goes through a year, and then for them they to catch s- yeah. this simple, yeah. And it's really the criminals that dub it the Long Halloween because of this m- mm-hmm. murderer that's taking them out. And so. and this murderer is killing people on uh, holidays. That's yeah. why he is yeah. nicknamed Holiday. So, um, I'm going to start off by saying this is a uh, this is probably one of the I, I hadn't read Long Halloween before we did this podcast. I had heard that it's a it's a really good good book. 
Um, this is the first Batman story in a long time that I actually felt focused on him being a bit more of a detective and a crime fighter rather yes. than like the bat god that does everything exactly. for everybody. So yeah. I really enjoyed it um, from that regard. But I'm going to say Tim Sale, not my guy. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a bit of a recalibration process when I started this. Um, and it's once again, I'm no artist. I can't knock because this guy does way better than I could ever do. No, oh, but you could judge but, it. Come on. But it's just not my thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's penciled or if he. It looks painted to me, which I don't know. It just. It's I don't odd. think it's painted. Um. It looks like it's uh, thinly penciled and then maybe digital, digitally colored. I don't know. It just looks odd to me. Like it's, I and I don't know the those the, are his pencils. The proper, the proper, you know, description for it, but it's just not my bag. But that Very, to be to be fair, it didn't take away from the story. Yeah. Um, one of the things I really enjoyed about this particular book is I loved uh, how Loeb wrote the interplay between Batman and Catwoman in yeah. this. I thought that was really good. So anyway. What'd you guys think? I, I I love the the back and forth between Catwoman and Batman too. Um, the interesting thing about this book is you see a lot of villains, mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's like he I mean, brings in a lot of rogues, rogue from yeah. Joker to Solomon Grundy, uh, yeah, Scarecrow, Grundy, yeah. Mad Hatter. Um, and you know, he he does that quite a Ivy. He did that also yeah. for um, Batman Hush. He brought in a yeah. bunch of uh, villains. Yeah, that Poison Ivy scene. Has an awesome with <laughs> yeah. There, there's this point where Bruce isn't being himself, and and Selena, or I think it's cat. She's she's in the cat suit at the time. She realizes it, and she's kind of like, Rawr. well, at first, at she, first she notices something's up because he's like, what are you talking about, Bruce? You know, kind of yeah. thing. And then she follows him, and then she's in the cat suit and so, gets all like, that part. Uh, no, the one. Uh, before that because she shreds open Bruce's clothes oh yeah yeah. he's He's got like leaves he's yeah he's full of ivy um that was yeah it was kind of cool I I thought there was gonna be I thought there was gonna be a bigger payoff Mm -hmm. with Catwoman especially I was gonna say one of my only complaints is I feel like once they do that whole scene where she's dangling the 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 crime boss's daughter or whatever off the roof yep. we don't see her again that's it that's our last yep. thing with Catwoman they just kind of yeah. leave it and I think they continued that in another book oh did they when yeah Haunted Rome. Night okay uh, when in Rome it's okay. a Catwoman spinoff right yeah uh, Jeff Lentum sailed yeah the it's supposed to take place story. between oh well see now I gotta read that because I wanted now, to see what well, happened right. to that her that is one of the best uh, Catwoman stories of all time there you have it yeah dang Okay. All right. Well, no, I'll definitely go back and read that then because that's the one that's the one that really bothered me the most. Yeah. There is you have this suspense, you know, throughout this entire graphic novel of who's killing these people. Mm-hmm. You know, Calendar Man is in in Arkham. Yeah. He's locked up and they go to him to for help. They go to the Riddler for for help, you know, as to determine who is is doing the killing. Um and we should say and the so killers this suspense all the way through the book. Yeah. Right up right up until the end. And and even I mean Selena is or Catwoman's one of the ones that is a, a suspect. possible suspect. Yeah. They do an interesting little play of, of who it possibly could be. But one of the things I also wanted to say is like the killer's MO is he always kills whoever it is with a twenty two handgun. Yeah. And he leaves some sort of 
decoration of whatever holiday they're on. So on right. Halloween, he yeah. leaves the gun. And it's always two shots to the head, I think is what they said. Yeah. He leaves the gun, the two casings, and then he left like a jack-o'-lantern. Yep. And then like on Thanksgiving's the next one, so he leaves a cornucopia with food and the There's gun. There's a box of chocolates. Yeah. For Valentine's a... Day, yeah. So I thought that was kind of an interesting little play. Yeah. Uh, and, and it added to like the detective mystery thing because you have an actual psycho killer kind of thing that he's leaving you know his mark and yeah, I, right. that's why I liked kind of the detective vibe of this particular story yeah so um, but yeah uh, I have to say um, uh, I'm actually the opposite of you Jonathan I love the art yeah I knew you would <laughs> I, the whole time I was reading I was like Johnny's gonna freaking love this because I hate it <laughs> it's not I'm not trying to be contrary no I know I, I really like this but art. I just know our I know our tastes at this point yeah they're very different Sometimes they mix, but not. And not once a lot. again, it's not that sales and like terrible. It's just not like look. You mentioned Jeff Loeb and, and Hush. Uh, yeah, I love that story. I'd rather see Jim Lee on this on this particular thing, you know. And that's me because yeah. I love Lee. Right, that's not you me. know. I know. Well, I'm uh, very much aware. He actually requested Tim Sale for Hush. Did he? Yeah, oh, really? but yeah, he he, I'm so glad he didn't do it. No. <laughs> Yeah, I much I I so prefer Jim Lee. Yeah, I, mean, I have a big question though, and I'm <laughs> going to need my my DC guys here to to help me out with it. Is okay in this story, we get basically the first half of the book is Harvey Dent. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and the relationship between Bruce and Harvey, mm-hmm. um, and then you have Two Face. Now I had I had I've read very little pre. New 52 DC and and that's kind of where we're at in here and you have in this book an origin for Two-Face mm-hmm. where you know Harvey Dent becomes Two-Face was in this story was no, this is a retelling it's a retelling of the origin is that is that Two-Face's origin uh, I believe yes is that kind of how it, it happened yeah, yeah someone the courthouse yeah yeah okay I mean, even that terrible movie with Tommy Lee Jones's Two Face had a similar scene where yeah, he exact, got thrown yeah, on him. It was Batman, and like half of it fell on his hand, and the other half hit his face. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it says in the um, back, it's a I was, dramatic retelling of the Yeah, movie. I was very much like, it's it, it very much is a Harvey Dent origin story, kind of, but. I feel like they took a while to get... I mean, it's not until the last two chapters that we see him as Two-Face. Yeah. So, yeah. that was a little odd. Um, yeah. Well, I knew... I thought... Because he's been around for a long time. Yeah. And, and, I, I mean, and I, uh, yeah, this book isn't that old. No. When, I mean, it's probably... I mean, this has to be 15, 20 years old. Yeah. Like the 80s, maybe. No, I think it was in the 90s. 91, maybe. Let's see, blah, 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 one through 13. Yeah, maybe. But, um, yeah. so I, you know, I, I kind of figured. 1996. Oh, there you go. 96? Mm-hmm. Okay, so 20 years old. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a good time to review it. I, you know, I don't know. His origin story is kind of lame. Yeah, well, see, that, and that's what I was getting at is like, and I get you have to build up the relationship between Bruce and Harvey through this. I just, if you're going to do Two-Face, kick it up a bit. Yeah. You know? 
Um, I can definitely there if you read uh, some of the extras in this, the Nolan you know brothers kind of talk about its influence on Dark Knight. Yeah, there. you can and tell. you can totally, you totally tell. tell. What the sad thing is, is, I liked how they did Harvey Dent better than how Jeff Loeb did Harvey Dent yeah. because it was halfway through the movie that he kind of becomes, or maybe the end of the second act into the third, and you get a lot more with him. Well, yeah, doing stuff, you know. And the thing that I liked about the novel too is, is to uh, Harvey Dent, Commissioner Gordon, and Batman working together as a right. team. Yeah, right. that, that was kind of cool. That was really interesting. So, yeah. It wasn't my favorite Batman story. When I fr- the, f- the first time I read it, I hated the art. And then this is w- this would probably be like my fourth time reading it, but I love, love the art. And um, I think the story is just a little lackluster to me. And I think that is because he is solving just a, a simple, you know, murder case. But now looking at it uh, differently, I, I tend to enjoy it each time I read it uh, more. It's a good story. Yeah. Look, I, I don't yeah. want to knock anything from it. I, I I wish there were more stories where it focused on Batman being a detective. detective yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And solving it. Because that's what kind of drew me in. Because at yeah. first I was kind of like, okay, here we go. I, I'm exactly um, like you, Jonathan, where I hate that everybody thinks that Batman can do anything and he is prepared for anything. This Bat God that doesn't exist. I like when, you know, he's, he's a uh, detective. It's fine detective. if you're going to tell a story like that every now and again, but change it up. You know, yeah. like, like we said before, like detective comics should have a mystery kind of exactly. going as good yeah. as that book is. I got no complaints about that book at all. Um, but yeah, give me a mystery. Like he's a detective. He's the world's greatest detective, you know, have kind of use thing that skill yeah. more often. Yeah. I want to see that. And I juxtapose it against something creepy and weird, like the holiday killer in this, you know, cause it's, and then even the payoff at the end was a little, I, I, I wasn't sure how I felt about it. So there's, like, there's are a, we, are we going to, do we, do we go there? Do we spoil that much? I don't know. No. Spoil it so yet. there's no. a, there's a, For this no. one we should respect it. It's a good ending. It, you like it? Like that's it. something that, it, because everything, everything that this book is about yeah. is, you know, it makes you question yeah. all of the, all of the players involved. Yeah. And so I think that in, in spoiling that, um, you take away probably one of the enjoyments of it. Yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, too much. It, I, and I see, that's what I was worried about. That's why I, I don't know that it's. I don't know that because sometimes when you spoil things, it makes, you know, it's the it's the journey, mm-hmm. you know. But this is one of those where, I know. Kind of like where we didn't want to spoil New Frontier Leave. because you got to read that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I believe there's a sequel to this, a direct sequel. It's called A Haunted Night, I believe. It's by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. Okay. Yeah, so, I haven't read that one. I read the other one they have. Uh, I want to read the Catwoman one because I love the way Loeb wrote Bruce and Selena. Yeah, I really like the way he wrote Bruce and Selena. It was more like and they Ivy. Were, I liked yeah, his. I loved his, his Ivy too. Really she, I mean, she didn't do much, but um, I just I don't know. For the it was one of the first times where I was just like, yes, Batman and Catwoman are meant for each other. <laughs> you guys buy this trade. You guys got to look at the covers in the back. They're just yeah. beautiful. Tim Sale covers. Oh, those are pencil. Yeah. Okay. He's just got a weird style then. Yeah, he, he has a very weird style. <laughs> you know, I like I like the way he drew the Joker though. Those Joker scenes. His uh, there were some stylizations of things that I was like, yes, and then there were some that I was like, ugh. So yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was just me going through this whole yeah. this whole book. I actually really like his girls. Yeah. Um, I liked his Solomon Grundy. I don't know. Joker didn't really do it for me. Really. Um, his Riddler. Not so much. Yeah, his Mad was, Hatter was, was. I okay. wish Blaine was here for this one because I, Blaine, I know you're going to be listening to this at midnight. Text me. I want to know what you think of this book. 
because I know you've read it. So, yeah. Well, I can't wait to read When in Rome because I'm with you, Jonathan. I want to. I want. Yeah. More of him, and you know, Catwoman. writing. It is considered one of Batman the best. Batman and Catwoman. A Catwoman stories. Yeah. So, yeah. so you know, cool. and I think I believe it's the whole same creative team. So. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not a DC guy, but I've read all these already. I think you're a closet DC guy. Okay, I like DC. <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> Here you go. Here's the rationalization. Go ahead. It's come to terms. No, I'm done. No, I'm done. Just, no, come on. <laughs> come out. Come out and join us out here. I've on, read on the righteous most road of the big DC stories. Okay. And this oh, is right. considered one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've read this Dark Knight Returns, uh, New Frontier, uh, When in Rome. Did uh, you read New Frontier before we reviewed it? Uh, not all of it. Okay. Because it was a lot of It pros. is. There's a lot of freaking yeah. stuff in that book. But anyway, yeah. Um, and I'm kind of like that with the Marvel stuff. I try to read the big ones. But mm-hmm. Anyway, did we anything else we want to say about this? I don't no. think so. No. The, this good. book is really good. Yeah. Really pretty. Well, at least I... Like I don't. Yeah, I don't want to be like the the downer on on because once again these guys Look, it's do not much your style. Yeah, and it's just it's not my thing. Like you know, you read Jeff Love, Jeff Love, Jeff Loeb, Hush, and Jim Lee on that. That's more my bag of tricks, um, or my cup of tea, however you want to phrase That's it. That's the first DC book I've ever read. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you don't like Jim Lee? I I really like him in that story. Just you really like him in that story? Yes. But nowhere else. Because he's so inconsistent. No, no, no. Don't bite your tongue, Johnny. He's he's drawing 10 pages of Harley <laughs> Quinn right now. I'm getting away with it. Um, no, he's drawing not just Harley Quinn. He's got other characters in there. Anyway, let's go ahead and do some star ratings. All right. So. Uh, I'm going to give this a four and a half. Four and a half? Yeah, I really enjoy this issue. I mean, this book. It's great. You guys should pick it up. It's great for Halloween. Carlos? Yeah. Yep, I, I'll give it a five. It's to me, it's like Godfather meets Batman. So. Oh, that's a wow, good. That's, that, a, that's good, a really good. Why did you good, pitch this? Yeah, Johnny, you should have let him. <laughs> <laughs> I did a good job. Here's my five second pitch. <laughs> um, and just to to iterate, you and I spoke yesterday. Was it, yeah, was yeah, it yesterday yeah. we were both in the shop? You said you think this is some of Tim Sale's best work. Right? Yes, I do. Definitely, I do. Yeah. Okay. I think he works best with Batman. I've seen his Spider Man's pretty good too. Though. Did you do Spider Man? Yeah, he did uh, Blue. Blue. Wow, I did yeah. not know that. Okay. Yeah. I just, I know he did Superman for all seasons, and I haven't checked that out because the cover of that, he makes, super, like we were talking, he makes yeah. Superman look chubby, and I'm not. Yeah. I'm just He's not. a corn-fed boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Krypton. Yeah, he makes anyway, him look Anyway, like uh, go ahead, Roger. <laughs> I just wanted to, to be, because you're familiar with, more familiar with him than I am. I, yeah. This is the first thing I think I've read with actual Tim Sale art, yeah, not on this a cover is, or something. This is good Tim Sale. Um, four stars for me. There's there's a, a lot I love uh, Bruce and and uh, Selena and this one Batman and Catwoman love them loved a lot of the villains. Uh, the story, you know, when you get to the end, this ending that we're not going to spoil, um, I thought was a bit contrived mm. because it kind of came out of thin air. Um, but it was it. it you know, and that's what really detracted for me. I'm I'm cool with with sales art, uh, Loeb's writing for the most part, but yeah. but I thought it was a bit of a contrived ending, which I don't have a lot of patience for. So yeah, but four stars. Okay, it's really good. Yeah, I know. I would just argue about the ending. I just I. This is one of those books. I just don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> just be honest. Just like uh, no no no. One point seven nine. I. 
I feel like I'm gonna go into some weird decimal system to like make it make sense. I, I'll go, I'll go four. I was gonna say three point five, but I did enjoy it a lot. Just a lot of this, the Bruce and Selena moments, a lot of the the mystery aspects of it. I'm very much with you on the ending. I feel like there should have been a bigger payoff because of how much setup and how much like who done it kind of thing. Like there's these possible suspects. I feel like there should have been a way bigger payoff for it. Right. Yeah. But well, they that- dropped the one like we had we had mentioned just briefly before. This one consistent thread is, you know, Batman asking Catwoman, "What, what are you, you always doing here? What are you doing here? Yeah. You're always here when when I'm, you know, here." And then that gets dropped, and you have this other thing put in your lap that I was like, "Well, wait, whoa, there was nothing," because I usually, especially you know, for mysteries and stuff like that, I I love being able to go, "Oh, you dumb idiot! I should have seen this coming!" (laughs) Oh my god! If he had like two more issues, that it could have been flushed out more. Do you feel like it was just the contents of thirteen, or is it just the writing itself? I think it's the writing itself. I okay. think that I think that it, knowing the ending that he gave you, mm-hmm. I think that he could have backed it up. Uh-huh. Okay, I almost feel like he was making it up as he went along. <laughs> oh, really? Wasn't sure where he's going to end. <laughs> and that What's, he kind of and you kind of have a little do? bit of a bait and switch. Um, look, I'm obviously I, I you know I'm cutting in a lot of slack. There's a lot to love in this book. I you know in in giving it a four. Um. There's a lot that I love, but the ending I thought was, you know, I I, I do take issue with. Right. But I have to ask you, Carlos, did you do you read like Corley, uh Was it Falcone? Mm-hmm. Do you read him in the Godfather voice? No, no, I don't. Yeah, you know, no. Was it Brando? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I think I'm, so. I'm surprised, Jonathan. You're the biggest Superman fan I know, and you haven't read Superman for all seasons. It's one of those things where look, I'm telling you, look, I, I know it's I I've heard good things about it. I get it, dude. Believe me, it's one of those things. I every time I go to pick it up and I see the cover, I'm like repelled right by it, and that's because there's certain in my mind, like as a as a fan, how Superman looks, right? And that sa- it's the sale cover uh-huh. of yeah. that him, fl- you know, flying there or whatever, and I'm just like. He it kind of looks, looks like a thumb. Yeah, it just I, it's like a Chipotle burrito with arms. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I, it's uh, believe me, it's on my list. I need to get it. But I, every I'm time I go to pick it up, I'm it's like, a good uh, story. I'll let you borrow it if you want. All right, look, all right. look past the go. art. No, and no money out of pocket. No money. Dang. I, I believe the second issue is uh, told through someone else's perspective, and it's one of the best issues I've ever read. Oh, I yeah, dude. I, and here's the thing. Loeb Maybe I am a closeted DC guy. You are. <laughs> Loeb, I think so. Loeb yeah. is a is a is a writer that gets a lot of the DC voices right. So I I know it's good, but it's just one of those things. Every time I looked at it, I was just like, oh, yeah. no, that's not how he looks. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I need to read. I understand. I need to read it. Um, now we can go over to some previews. And this is why I skipped it. I wrote long Halloween above this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, Let's go ahead and do Marvel like we usually do. No Civil War tie-ins or miniseries next week? Oh, it's because... Well, well Civil War II's delayed. done. Yeah. It is? Yeah. <laughs> well, well. I mean, all the issues well, are coming out after the, Civil War. Because the now is already here, right? Oh, my God, you're yeah. right. I thought you were being facetious. Oh, oh but the yeah. event's still no, going no. on. It's only the only Civil War II book is Civil War itself. That's right. Oh, right. my God. I hate this so much. They added a tenth issue. You're joking. Yeah, like, hey, dude. Okay, I, <laughs> I heard that too. You said, 
You said that so serious just now. I was. So I, mean, did, yeah. I was about to flip this table. I was gonna flip the table. So Matt was, was just gonna look at me like, "What no, are you doing to my mic?" That literally means nine was what how they wanted to end it. But ten is gonna be a watered down version of the ending. Right. <laughs> the epilogue. The pro. Yeah. That's a really long epilogue. Yeah. Though. All right. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, so for Marvel next week. I'm interested this, in this none right now. <laughs> you know, this is actually one of the smallest pre, uh, lists of upcoming comics we've had in a while. Yeah, from, this is a tiny... Next week's a pretty tiny week. So, oh, okay. Uh, we have Avengers number one, which is... This is going to be the Marvel Now Avengers. Uh, Champions number two is out next week. Deadpool and the Mercs for Money number five. Death of X number three of four. I am awaiting Matt's review on that series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fool Killer number one. Oh, no. God. No. 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 What is it? It's coming. It's a Deadpool it's, character. From it's Mercs one of the Deadpool Mercs for Money guys getting his own series. Because they've been around a whopping five issues. <laughs> and he deserves a solo title. Great. Yeah. No, yeah. Nice. Full Killer number one uh, is out next week. Moon Knight number eight. Um, Occupy Avengers no. number one. No. Don't care. They're like five years late. <laughs> Scarlet yeah. Witch number 12. Spider-Man 2099 number 17. Spider-Woman number 13. And Spidey 12. Woo! And then, yeah, I, I know. Uh, and then next week we're reviewing Unworthy Thor. It's only a five part miniseries? Yeah. Awesome. Five issue mini. Uh, my, my big question for this book is will, will we learn either in this issue or yes. this series? Are we going to find out what Nick Fury, Fury said to make that's him what I know. said to Thor? If, back in like 2014? Yeah. Is it two after, years? After, Has it been two I think it's been two no, years. No, it was. It was at the end of Original Sin, yeah, which was, was the. the that yeah. was the second issue of Original Sin. Yeah, yeah, but that was 2014, I believe. Matt, find, out when, find out when Original Sin came out. Yeah, I think it was 2013. Yeah, if it was 13, I'm gonna be even more pissed. No, it was 2014. It, it is was, um, it is Thor still uh, carrying Yarnbjorn? Yeah, the the axe? Yes. yeah, oh, that's okay. what this is. It's yeah. him still being. Un- oh, we finally got. Oh, I thought Thor he was carrying book. the unworthy hammer. No, that no? was Secret Wars. It got washed. Oh, it got washed yeah. away. Oh. Oh, yeah, I thought that, too. I forgot yeah. about it. God, I he had the other so, oh. I don't know. And that's one of the big reasons I wanted to review that book was so that we can talk about all that again next week. Okay. And if there's no resolution from that, I'm going to find somebody at Marvel <laughs> and break their thumbs. <laughs> the Thor I'm coming for you, Marvel. Yeah. Well, he, he will give a resolution. I, I re- they I haven't explained it. It's he like, said he yeah. will. It's gonna, he's going to do Jason a slow said burn that? for it, though. Yeah, he said that. Probably slow at the burn. end of yeah. his whole Thor his yeah. whole run is in a you'll get the answer yeah oh I don't know. when he's God. done basically it's been such a long like, time and they haven't Mike. explained it it's been <laughs> yeah. over two years because it was summer of 2014 it's like Triple H, uh, yeah. giving a pedigree to Seth Rollins and still not explaining well he had two years to come up with an idea does he really need five more months he said it was going to be a, uh, a long wait for that I'm going to try look I trust him I love what he did with that character and, and I love God, God Butcher Ball. that was yeah. it you know? everything else I'm like no you need no. to hurry up. It's all been good. God Bomb was the high point, but everything else is still been <laughs> you good. You should have yeah. ended with God Bomb. <laughs> yeah. it's, still, it's still one of the best comics yeah. coming out I actually want to pick up that hardcover. Yeah. Because it's just, just that hardcover. Yeah. Anyway, so we're okay. reviewing it because we've, we're we dying to know. Yeah. Is basically what it comes to. And our, all of our copial and art. Is it? Yeah, you can't beat that. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I'll, I'll retract a little of my hate because that, that's a good team, Aaron yeah. and, and copial. Um, okay, from DC Comics uh, coming up, because that's it from Marvel. Uh, Aquaman number 10, and that's what we're reviewing next week. first time we've reviewed an Aquaman book on this. So, woo. New story arc starts at number 10. A couple of the books, uh, I think Batman, Aquaman, uh, Superman, they're all getting 
yeah. new story arc starting at the number I heard, 10. I heard it's been good. Yeah, it's been fun. I really like uh, Brad Walker mm-hmm. on art. Um, he's oh, a, yeah. He's a great artist. I, I didn't realize how much I appreciated him until I got a couple issues into this. Now, did they switch the artist for this Aquaman number 10? or? It's, yeah, no, I believe Walker's back on art because... Great. It's weird the way the rotation with a lot of the DC artists has worked lately. They do like four issues and then the fifth issue is someone else. Mm, not, uh, <laughs> I thought that's what it was. Okay. But like action, uh-huh. it's two, two, and two mm. uh, from three artists. So you have two from Pat Searcher, two from Tyler Kirkham, two from Steven Segovia. Then it goes back. So they have a rotation worked out that way. Okay. And then other, like Superman, like Gleason did three, then they had one. Uh, from Jorge Jimenez, and then they went to Gleason to finish out the story, and then they did an interim two-part no. story with um, Mankey, and now they're back with Gleason. So they've got an odd rotation with some of these artists, and that was, what I just said was something similar to what they're doing on Aquaman, yeah. where he does like two issues, and then somebody else is in, and then they got back, and then they've got somebody different. It's weird. I gotta say, I, I've been loving what Rebirth has been doing, but I hate when they change the artist in the middle well, of a story. At least most of the artists have complementing styles. Yeah, but still, it's when you're so, reading in a trade, and if you can tell, it's very jarring. I don't. I'm I not can that see where. Well, I can see where I mean, if I you're reading it. in a trade, it could be because you know. But if you wait 30 days, it's like I, I haven't cared one bit on any of the DC books I'm reading. Yeah, neither yeah. have I. Yeah. But like. If they if like Green Arrow changes from Otto Schmidt to somebody else, I'm like I don't want this. I want an Otto Schmidt. It's in the middle of the story. <laughs> well, you better get used to it because yeah. he only does like two. Yeah, I think they do two at a time, and then it's somebody else or something. Yeah, that's the only thing that I do not like about Rebirth. It doesn't bother me because the the story arcs have been consistent. I, I if mm-hmm. I'm getting it, you know, biweekly or whatever, I I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so we're reviewing Aquaman number ten next week. Batman number ten is out. Catwoman election night. Don't care. Cyborg number four. Um, uh, yeah, I'm. We need to cyborg too. Yeah, we should do a cyborg book at some point. Um, DC Comics bombshells number nineteen. Death of Hawkman number. Death of Hawkman number two of six is already out. Yeah. I no, need to. That's next week. Well, I mean, number one is out. <laughs> yes. Two is coming out. Yeah, number one was I have out. A couple what, two of, weeks ago. Couple of number ones. Left. I'm taking one of those home yeah. tonight. I believe it's um, weird. Th- hey, that's okay. Um, Flintstones number five, which is a great series. I heard that it was really, really good. Yeah. I heard oh, really man, no, because I looked amazing. at it and I was like, eh. no, no, I right, don't. Do so, not say that. I, so that's okay, what I heard. for my lightning round, it's good. What what she should read not issue say? four? Just read issue four. So oh, it, it, it's right. basically uh, issue four. They're uh, self-contained stories. Issue four is a about um, the Flintstones um, and you know the the, the people. Are actually getting married, and some people actually oppose marriage. They they want you know free love and all that stuff. So a bunch of people are actually picketing. It's basically um, a parallel to um, them opposing gay marriage. Uh, I don't it, know it, if I need that. In my I life. don't need that. Right now. <laughs> it's <laughs> dude. I read you comics to like. I don't get no. away from everything I see on the news and social whatever all the time. Yeah. Th- this guy that's writing it, he basically came out of nowhere. I don't know what else Look, he wrote. Okay, come 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 back and tell me next April. Maybe I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not now. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's not, great. You guys should pick that up. Going. Not into it. Um, that's really, that's really, you know, that's the first I've heard about it. We don't sell a lot of them in this shop. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I, I just never liked the Flintstones because mm-hmm. it was always... 
I was always, it seemed like when I was a kid, I was always stuck watching Flintstones when there was nothing else on. Yeah. You know, it's and it show was you like, just uh, like it's kind of, man. And it's like, you know, it's kind of satirical. Yeah. And it's one of the, it's my favorite um, DC comic that they've done with the Hanna Barbera license. Okay. Oh my God. I can't, I can't abide in that. Future well, Quest is too awesome. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, I've only read, you know. Wow. Yeah. The wow. one issue in the middle. Yeah, right. Wow, you need to go back and start at that one. That's their, That's huh. the baby from the Hanna-Barbera one. You haven't read Flintstones, though. It's fascinating. Yeah, but right. that pitch just totally out. made me not want to read it. I suck at pitching things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Green Arrow number 10. Green Arrow number 10 is out. Green Lantern's number 10. Harley Quinn number 7. Justice League number 8. Midnighter and Apollo number 2 of 6. <laughs> Nightwing, Nightwing 8 there you go Matt <laughs> <laughs> he just rolled his eyes so hard um, Shade the Changing Girl number 2 and <laughs> Superman number 10 yes um, I tried to read that Shade the Changing Girl I made it two pages in I'm still trying oh my god Is it, I, that book is impenetrable Really? <laughs> Johnny just called that book impenetrable <laughs> that's awesome I so, so you I'm assuming like it. That it's yeah. I did the same thing as you. I read like three pages. I was two pages in, and and yeah, I read three pages, and I'm like, oh god, this is horrible. Nope. Yeah, I uh, um, so it's a challenge. I I see it as a challenge to me. It's like why I went back and and got Doom Patrol, Brian Brian Bond's Doom Patrol, because I I want to understand. You mean Grant Morrison's? Grant Morrison. Sorry, yeah, no, Brian Brian Bond is uh, Doctor Strange Oath that we're doing next week. Yes. For the is he really? Yeah. 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 You didn't know that. I what? Didn't look Mind at the creative team. Whoa, Mind I'm stoked blown. even more yeah, now. Should have told them. Should have told them. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, but no, I, you know, I <laughs> when, this book is so is so off the charts weird. When you open it up, you think Doom Patrol was bad. You know, well, I mean, when they put those couple pages for the preview in Doom Patrol, I was like, this is looks even worse. Yeah. I can't. Like. I'm but sorry. I, like, I want to get through that. I want to get through the whole first issue so that I can, you know, review it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I don't know. It was worse. I'm just wow. Yeah. See, DC's Young Animal. Like so far, the only there's three titles out now. Just yeah. three. So we're still yeah. waiting for Mother Panic because yeah. it's the four, right? Yeah, I think Mother Panic is two two weeks. Two weeks. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But Way doesn't have anything to do with that title, right? Right. Okay, so that could be a good one. But then again, Wade doesn't have anything to do with Shade the Changing Girl, and right. that's a uh, terrible one also. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, sorry. We'll see. Matt's giving me the, the roll this along look. Move along, move along. All right. Anyway, yeah, we are we are a tangent like festival tonight. Um, anyway, so that's going to do it for all the DC books. Uh, indie comics. Uh, we have Bitch Planet number nine. DC, what? Did you do Superman number 10? I did. Oh, yeah, okay. You, did. you just weren't paying attention. Mm, yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> Uh, after that, we have Deadly Class number 23. Yes. Faith number five. You Deadly Class fan? Oh, big Deadly Class yeah, fan. Yeah, Deadly Class is good. Remember. That's right. It's a Remember book. Can't wait till Roger reads that one. Um, you haven't read I've any? read the first graphic novel. Did you really? The first six issues. Oh. That, doesn't sound yeah. prom- that doesn't sound good. Oh. Did you like it? Yeah. I, I did. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I remember we good. talked after the first issue, and you were kind of like turned off. No, oh. I did not. I did not like the. No. I, Once again, just was, like like Black Science, first yeah. issue just didn't do it for you. No, it's like you know, guy getting inducted into Wang Chung's <laughs> school of hey, man. teenage assassins. I like the Karate Kid, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it was yeah it was just kind of i mean it was it was just kind of out there yeah um well, it starts the, the, off all like story, existentialism. Look, it's, it's it, you know, look, I mean, it's it's super well written. Rick, Men- Rick Remender knows his stuff, um, but I did I didn't continue it after the first. I, I after reading the first graphic novel, I really didn't care to continue. Black Science, I, I still I I want to stay on that book. Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty, awesome. Pretty I'm yeah. caught up with that. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Faith number five, Josie and the Pussycats number two. Lady Mechanica, La Dama de la Morta, number two of three. Looking forward to that. Next week, uh, I mean, this is going to be post-Halloween, but we're reviewing this because of Halloween. Nailbiter, number 26, Joshua Williamson. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot of things we liked. so Including I have Including this uh, review of The Flash. Yep. Uh, I have not read Nailbiter. I've read Birthright, which is a really good book by him. This is a book about a serial killer named The Nailbiter. So yeah. how appropriate for Halloween. Um, so I'm, I'm so sorry. excited, and you just I can't hate hide it. Serial yeah. killers. Yeah, <laughs> but you it, like the long Halloween. But that was that's a serial killer. Uh, yeah, but it's Batman, like, and it's not super graphic. Okay. Yeah, I can give you that. Like, because I have, this is a mature book by Williamson. This is gonna be gra- I mean, the freaking first cover is him biting off fingernails, like, mm-hmm. and it's of all other people of other people. Yeah. That's so, kinda, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was what kind of like. Okay, <laughs> not my, not my thing. Um, but Blaine has said that series, I believe, is really good. If not, if that wasn't you, Blaine, send me a text. Yeah, I'm tell curious. Me um, I think that was me. Anyway, uh, Revival number 44 is out. Revolution number four of five is out. Rom number four. Rough Riders number seven. That series is still pretty fun. Uh, Southern Bastards number 15. Yes, yeah, about time on that one. How long has it been? Because he takes long breaks between those. I series. don't know. I don't even know how long. Uh, Jason, Jason Aaron, and Jason. Yeah, Jason Latour. Aaron and Jason Latour. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Is that the first album or first album uh, issue in a while? Yeah, it's the first issue in a long time. Okay. And it's only fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Walking Dead number one sixty is out next week. Wicked and Divine number twenty three, and Zombie Tramp ongoing number twenty nine. I just there's some titles that you and you read it, you just giggle, and that's <laughs> one of them. Uh, number twenty nine is coming out from that, and that's gonna do it for all of the comics. So small week next week, not a lot coming out. Um, for graphic novels, we have Dark Knight three Master Race number six Collector's Edition hardcover. Yes, that's really cool. For for those of you guys that don't know about it, I mean, I can't get volume ones and twos anymore, but DC is doing hardcovers for each issue of the Dark Knight three Master Race, and uh, when the the ninth and final issue for the series ships, you're going to get a free slip case that's got wraparound art around the whole thing. It looks pretty cool. Um, after that, DC's uh, Superhero Girls Trade Paperback Trade Paperback Volume Two, Hits and Myths, is oh. out. Um, Nailbiter Trade. Were you gonna say something, Johnny? No, I mean that just interests me if, if to see if it's any good. The well, it's for little kids, so yeah. you probably love it. Well, I want it for my daughter. <laughs> I know, I know. I was, I'm, I, I know. I, I believe me. I get it. Why, right. you, why you do it? Um, right. But no, I've heard they're actually really good. Oh, okay. um, there was a free comic book day issue of it, mm. and it was, it's, yep. it's very good. I'm gonna um, check that out. Um, Nailbiter trade paperback volume five, Bound in Blood, is out. Northlanders trade paperback book two, the Icelandic saga. I don't even know what that is, but okay. Vikings. Is it? Yeah, we've got we've got book one in stock. Sweet. Um, Outcast by Kirkman and Azazeta. Book uh, hardcover book one is out. Mm. Uh, Superman: The Man of Steel trade paperback volume nine, 
And then Thor Epic Collection trade paperback when Titans clashes out uh, next week. And as always, this isn't a complete list of new releases, or is it? (laughs) I think it's pretty close to complete (laughs) because there weren't there weren't uh, a lot of books coming out next week. But uh, if you want if you want the full list, go to HorizonComics.com. Click on the new releases tab. It's updated every Monday uh, for the 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 merchandise and, and books arriving Wednesday. And then, just to let you guys know, to coincide with the release of Doctor Strange in the movie theaters, we are going to be reviewing Doctor Strange, The Oath. By who? By Brian K. Vaughn, apparently, which I did not know. Who's the artist? I feel like that's kind of like Tim Sale-like. No. No, it's... it's, It better not be. It reminds me of Tim Sale's art. It's the same guy that did Private Eye. What's his name? Oh, um... uh, Really? Something Martin. Yeah, him. I don't think Marcos Martin. I don't think it is. I think it is. Yep. Is it really? It's Marcos yeah. Martin. Yeah. Is it? Yep. Huh. All right. See. Cool. Sweet. Cool. Okay. Right on. Uh, <laughs> so we have uh, we have news next, and we've got a couple of things for news. Uh, unfortunately, we had another artist pass away this week. Uh, what was it on Tuesday? I believe was so. It, yeah. Was it uh, Monday? Something. You know what? I actually think um, it was Monday. Steve Dillon, artist for Preacher. Um, I'm not really sure what else he's done. He, and I don't want to sound like I'm speaking ill of the dead. He wasn't one of those guys that I closely follow. It's always sad when we lose an artist. He's done Punisher, too. He did, did Punisher, he Punisher? Punisher, Hellblazer. Hellblazer uh, was the other one I was thinking of. Um, but, yeah, so sad sad to hear because he was only, what? F- uh, uh, I think it was like 50. Yeah, 50. No, 50. Young. Yeah. Well, he had it was something that came up on him. I want to. I don't know if it was cancer, but it was something. Wow. Something that kind of crept up, and he knew he was not from reading tweets and stuff by other artists that he was not bound for this world very long. Oh wow. Um. So yeah. Animal uh, Animal Man as well. Animal did, Man yeah. as well. So he did uh, a lot of big Grant things. Grant Morrison. He did a lot of big things. Um. So like, not an artist that I really followed or did it for me, but that's always sad when you got somebody that's kind of done like a bunch of the legendary stories go. Yeah. Yeah. Been around for a long time. Yeah. So, um, so that's kind of sad. Another big, interesting piece of news is AT and T. It looks like is going to buy Time Warner, um, I which think could they be purchased it, didn't they? I don't think it's gone through yet. Well, it's gonna be. It's these things take a long time to go through. Mm-hmm. So even if they've purchased it, it's gonna, it's gonna carry. They basically said it wouldn't be complete until sometime in 2017. Oh, okay. So, um, the only reason that that I would label as news for us is because Warner is Warner Brothers, Brothers, which owns DC. Who knows what they could, you know, what could come out of this. I hope that doesn't affect movies. I hope that doesn't affect anything else. I would imagine they would let them kind of do what they need to do with a lot of that stuff. So, that was the only thing that really was kind of like, hey, I hope that doesn't change anything. So, yeah. well, within like, within like a year or so, Jeff Johns would be like president and CEO of AT&T. <laughs> <laughs> and then then we could get okay. back phones! Yeah, it would division. all be okay. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. So, uh, that anyway. also includes, sorry, HBO. Does it really? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's owned by Time Warner's HBO, uh, TNT, TBS, a bunch of sports stuff. Oh, no, so, TBS? Um, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, that's oh. all on that time. Oh my too. god, that means we could get so many superhero shows. <laughs> on HBO. 
Oh my god! Can you imagine it's, instead yeah. of like how Netflix has Marvel, if DC did some Great. like crazy Animal Man series on wow. HBO? There goes my cable holy bill. crap! Right. Yeah, that's, uh, there goes what? There goes my cable bill. <laughs> yeah, and there's I, New Line Cinema, yeah, all the Warner Brothers productions and pictures, DC Comics, all that stuff. I yeah. don't like it. So well, that's already <laughs> stuff owned by Warner Brothers. Specifically. Yeah, that's, just, that's yeah, not no, time, a Time Warner company. Still, yeah. I don't. I, you already know. Well, that's because yeah. you're a young little man that doesn't understand things yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, Today's uh, just pick on Johnny Day. That's every day, Johnny. You know that. Uh, whatever. Um, uh, I don't know how to feel about this. Leonardo DiCaprio doing a Captain Planet movie. I thought you would be excited. Aren't you like a Captain Planet guy? I I watched it as a kid, but like looking back at the episodes, I'm just yeah. like, this is so lame. <laughs> like this but is corny. this is so lame. I, I think if they can make it grounded, kind of like a Power Rangers feel, it could yeah. be cool. No, that Power Rangers movie looks bad. Well, I don't. Wait until you at least see yeah. it. Like, okay. I'm not even a Power Rangers guy, yeah. and at cool. least I would wait to see it. it well, it makes um, sense because Leonardo's a big. Yeah, but that's the, the thing is, DiCaprio's done a lot of really good stuff. I just yeah. don't know why he would go. Full bore like Planeteer on this. Like, is he gonna be Captain Planet? I no, I it has it. to be Don Cheadle. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, that's awesome. I've seen that. <laughs> oh my god. It has to be him. Hey. Oh you my never god. know, man. What if right. it is? Captain Planet's like one of those superheroes I'm just like fairly certain could get beat up by any other superhero. Or hey, even a superhero sidekick. I used to have a Captain Mar- Captain Planet action figure. Did you really? Yeah. I bought into it. I've never watched it. <laughs> of course not. Mm-mm. Are they like little kids, and then this like gray guy? Teenagers. teenagers that have rings that summon a superhero. By our powers combined. I am Captain Planet. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Isn't the like logo like some kind of the circle planet. with a bunch of it's lines like on the, it? It's like the planet. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, He's got green hair. He's got a green mullet. Yeah. Ooh, now I'm in. Yeah. There you go. Anyway. Uh, the other little piece of news for comic book movies is Deadpool 2 lost its director, Tim Miller. Apparently, none of this is confirmed. This is all rumors, we should say. Um, apparently split because oh, him and Ryan did. Reynolds. He had a quote. Did he? Yeah. He said that, yeah, Ryan Reynolds thing. If that's a direct quote from him. Like That they had creative differences. Yeah, he wanted to make gone. it more slick and stylized, and Ryan Reynolds wanted to keep it raunchy. And Probably. No, no, he wanted, like, what, he, wanted he actually wanted Deadpool 2 to compete with the big budget. Yeah, uh, slick and stylized. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh, wow. what I was saying, Johnny. And, he wants uh, it to be an X-Men movie instead <laughs> yeah, of Deadpool. Yeah, instead of Deadpool, and right. Ryan Reynolds and, wants to keep it in that raunchy comedy. And low like, budget. Low yeah. budget. Well, the thing is, is it worked for them. Yeah. yeah. If it if it ain't broke, don't, don't fix, fix it. it. Yep. You know, it it works for Deadpool. Yep. So and that movie had a, a cost of fifty two million and it made seven hundred fifty million. Like, yeah. <laughs> highest, like Ryan Ryan Reynolds set was quoted saying, geez. "Yeah, we spent the budget on this movie was what X Men fran the X Men franchise spends on laser hair removal." Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, Literally just paid like, the highest rate uh, grossing rated R movie yeah. of mm-hmm. all time. Yeah. Wow. And then, Johnny? Childish Gambino. Donald Glover. <laughs> cast as Lando. Cast as Lando, which I think that's awesome. That dude's yeah, going to be a perfect. great Lando Calrissian. I want to see him get the cape. Yeah. yeah. Like, that would yeah. be great. Yeah. I want to see them play the game where Han gets the Millennium Falcon. That sounds from, great. That would be such a yes. great scene. Like, just them. Oh, my God. Because yep. Donald Glover, he's a great actor. Um, yeah. I, I'm really stoked that they... Great rapper, too. I've never. I should probably check it out. <laughs> no, I, 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 didn't, I didn't know the directors for that movie were the same ones that did uh, 
the Lego movie. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. For, I'm in. for the Han Solo? And yeah. yeah, Han yeah. Solo, the Lego movie guys. Oh my god, I'm so stoked! Is it the Russo really brothers, cool. right? No, no, it's not the Russo no, brothers. No, no. It's a brother pair. It's yeah. a brother pair, yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that at all. Yeah. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah. Congrats to Childish Gambino. <laughs> <laughs> what they'll do is they'll have him rap the Star Wars theme song. Dope. <laughs> anyway, that was really terrible and white. Yeah, I was like, God. Yeah. Oh, that's sure what I heard. Is. You know, I heard they're making a Deadly Class pilot. Yes, oh, the Russo what? brothers are doing yeah. that. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah. talked about that on the news of one of our shows, Roger. Uh, did we? Did we? What? Yeah. A while ago. The, what? The Russo, yeah, back uh, like two months ago, the Russo brothers got announced as doing a Deadly Class pilot. I thought it was pilot. the Warriors. Uh, I know they're doing that. Mm, the Russo brothers are doing the Warriors? Yeah. Yeah, no, so. we specifically said Deadly Class. I remember that. Uh, the Russo Maybe what? you brought up the Warriors. Yeah, I know they're doing a Warrior, Warriors pilot. Uh, oh. Like the Warriors. There's a lot of... Those the Russo brothers. brothers are busy. Yeah. 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 I guarantee cool. you the Duffer brothers are going to be busy too, the guys that did Stranger Things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, those... It's okay. My, my brain cells are repurposed on a daily basis. <laughs> 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 Me too. Me too. Um, so, that's all of the uh, uh, news that we have this week. We're going to go to questions, and in case you guys didn't pick up, this is the legendary Weekly Carlos. <laughs> Weekly Carlos has arrived. Has, has actually arrived yeah. for for this show. So he wrote down a question, but I'm going to let him read it All since right. he's always the one that comes into the shop to ask them. All right, so here we go, guys. Uh, lean into the mic. What comic or comic series would you recommend for a new comic reader? Ooh, I like that. Saga. No. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Just right off the bat. Oh, your saga. kid's four here. Yeah. It's saga. <laughs> it's tough. Well, yeah, depending on the age. Yeah. Is there? It, are, are we talking like? See, does it matter? This, this is great. Uh, we can young actually. Adult. Adult. Yeah. Okay. Um. Then an adult. Uh, either young adult or adult. Uh, either uh, one. Saga. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a joke, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. If it's an adult, I would say saga. Right now, Black Money Murders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I don't care whether you're into horror or no. not or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that, no. That blows my mind every They time. would put it down and run away like, no, this is too much. What is this? Not everybody reads comics like you do, Johnny. <laughs> I want to read comics to have fun. Yeah. Um, but not but not everybody does. Saga is a great, you know, when when Saga first came out and really, really for the first well, until until today. I mean, like, it still yeah, happens. Right? People people pick up, you know, Saga Volume One, and it blows their mind. They cut. They're like, I I need more. Yeah, I, I think Saga is like the the best answer we can give without uh, having. I think a lot of Brian K. Vaughn books yeah. you've stated in the past. Why like the if last somebody man? Last man if, if somebody hasn't read comics before, a BKV book is a yeah. good book. Good place to start. With. Also, I think it would be a good idea to ask them what they what TV shows or what movies they like, so you what can basically obviously Walking Dead is an easy answer because just about everybody I know yeah don't give them reads. Walking Dead. <laughs> Hang on, calm down. Dude, this is my answer, not yours. All right. Um, a lot of people read uh, or that watch the show always end up asking me about the comic, yeah. and so that's a real easy like segue into that realm. And I'm like, you can read this if you're familiar with the show and still have a couple surprises. So a lot of people are like, okay, I'm yeah. down with that. Yep. So that's an easy one if it's somebody that's older. Um, if it's somebody that wants to get into superheroes, um, anything Jeff Johns. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, like Blackest Night. I've recommended on occasion that's on not several. A good starting point. Blackest Night. You don't think Blackest Night's a good story to? I would get. start with Green Lantern Reaper. His whole run up to Blackest Night is all set up. 
I don't know, yeah, man. Like, I, keep, I read Blackest Night first on the recommendation of Roger, and I was just like, I must read everything else. <laughs> so for <laughs> me, that was an yeah, easy, that was a, a gateway. That's a, that's a strong intro the, series. But the only reason I say that though is Blackest Night itself, the first four issues are not how, and the second four are. Of Blackest like, Night? Blackest Night, it like switches between the Blackest Night book and the Green Lantern book. Like, it literally like takes... Like it goes half and half, and the other half of it goes a half and half. No, 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 no. There's there's a trade paperback of just the Blackest Night chapters. I'm not saying like the yeah, okay the yeah, one through eight. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I would start them off with Green Lantern Rebirth, and and that's only because I read Blackest Night first, and then got into Brightest Day, and I'm like, I don't want to read this ever again. And then I went back to Rebirth, and I was like, oh, this is amazing. The original Rebirth. Yeah, original Rebirth. Yeah, the Green Lantern Rebirth. Um, so anything Jeff Johns for superheroes, mm-hmm. um, ju- his Justice League run, I've said before that that's a real easy thing to jump yeah. in on and get yeah. going with. Um, uh, Aquaman Volume mm-hmm. One, if yeah. you want, you want to, re- you know. So yeah, for superheroes, Jeff Johns. But but like uh, Jonathan said, if you don't know what they like or anything, uh, Why the Last Man or Saga, that's perfect. Yeah. I think so. Or Paper Girls. You can call him one of Paper Girls because a lot of people are into Stranger Things right now. Oh, you oh know yeah. What? yeah. Paper right. Girls is a good one. And that's Stranger Things fans. That's, yeah. that's a total Stranger Things vibe. So, um, so yeah, that's an easy one to recommend. Lady Mechanica. Yes. Surprisingly, and people, I, I put that in people's hands and, and really? It, it really surprises them. Yeah. Because the same the same thing you did to me with that book. You're like, yeah. you like steampunk? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Here, <laughs> that was yeah. that was the conversation. I was like, I need everything you have with this book. Yeah, yeah. Rogers done I mean, that to me a couple it, times. <laughs> I, have you guys ever read "I Kill Giants"? I've heard that's a good series. I've oh yeah, it's really uh, amazing. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's that's pretty so, much it all from me. But were there any other questions? Because I, I actually have a question. Okay, oh, go ahead. Cool, all right. Cool, cool, cool. Because no, we we didn't get any Facebook on, questions. Everybody. Facebook okay. guys, come on, ask questions. Um, iTunes. No, I thought I thought of this uh, sometime over the weekend, and, I, and it was it it really made me curious. So, what do you guys think is more important to the creation of a comic? Which which aspect is more important, the writing or the Ooh, art? Good, good one. I always ponder this too. <sighs> That's almost an unanswerable, because bad writing can no matter how good an artist is can can just make you not like the book can be pretty. So did, did you just answer the question? <laughs> well, I was what I was going to say is, but right. sometimes weird art doesn't necessarily take away from the story because of how well it's written. Well, you just said the same thing, but, but backwards. backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I think they go hand in hand. Yeah. But well, either, no, either, wait a minute. Either way, you said writing was more important. Did I say writing was yes. more important? Yeah, yes. in both cases. Maybe that that's where my brain's at then. Like, yeah, subliminally. Yeah. <laughs> I the, have to say, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I have to say that the art is more important to me. And only because if the writing is bad, I can st- I mean, I could stop reading it and just look at the if if the art is amazing, I could just look at the art and it and, it, and if it's really good art, it tells a story on its own. I can't read a comic with horribly bad art. Yeah. It's I can't do it. And that's just me. But that's but that's also a subjective thing, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. That that's just to me. To me, it's the writing. I can look past some bad art if the writing's really good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can look past some bad art, but not horrible art. But see, there's, I'm such a fanboy with certain artists that, like, I mean, anything that, like, you know, my, my favorite guys are on, I'm going to I'm gonna pick it up. Right. Yeah. I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to read it and just be like, yes, 
you know. So like any whatever project Ryan Otley goes to when Invincible's <laughs> done, wow. I'll read. I don't care what it is. Yeah. I don't care if it's a completely different st- like style, <laughs> genre, whatever. I love Otley. I'm gonna freaking read whatever he's on. Yeah. Right. So it's it's such a weird like you said kind of a hand in hand thing i think i personally lean more towards the writing because i i need story and and pictures are cool yeah but there's still part like some artists that i'm just like yes yeah i mean and i think for me the the art is very important because uh we reviewed uh, moonshine and i could not care less about the story but you you guys saw me here i was just flipping through the pages just admiring and loving the art and that's that's why it's uh, it's very important to me i can read a i can go through a um john romita jr uh book and i can enjoy it but since he's on the art i enjoy it much much less yeah. Yeah. I think that for me, because I, I I think that the, the writing is the most important. Yeah. Um, I'm with you, Carlos. I can do I can do a lot of different art styles, yeah. but I think what's what's really magical about some comics is when you marry the the right art. Yes. With the 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 right you know Artist. writer. Yeah. Um, and you have you know where where a truly great greatly written story meets you know some truly great art and the style can vary on there whether you know it's um, Jonathan Hickman man uh, on yeah Jonathan Hickman with either Dragota or Coker Coker uh, you know um, Matt uh, Matt Fraction Mm -hmm. David Aha David Hawkeye Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah, because that's yeah. not necessarily an artist that I would have like sought out, but man, that union no, was like yeah. just. But it really works. Well, yeah. even Rick Remender and uh, Matthew Scalera. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. so good. Or, or their uh, the the Seven to Eternity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. works so Pena. well. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the art is definitely. I mean, the art can really can can really take it. I think know, good writing top, can make yeah I weird think, art better. I think that's why you guys. Well, sometimes the styles fit. I yeah. think that's why you know. Maybe that's Sometimes what, there's I mean, a vibe to to the way a guy writes a story. Yeah. Um, I think that like Chew. I I love Chew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I think I think that's why you guys are always uh, judging the the writing more than I am. I'm judging the art, and that's why Jonathan makes fun of me. You know, like oh, you're not an artist. <laughs> well, like yeah, but I can appreciate the art. I'm not that saying I like. that I don't yeah. go that way too. Right. But I but I think me, I focus more on the art. I don't get me wrong. I there's there's a lot of things I focus on too, uh, when it comes to the art styles and stuff like that. But because the writers and and I know a lot of these creative teams work together mm-hmm. on writing stuff, but oftentimes I kind of put a lot of weight on the writer. You're the guy scripting this f- and giving the material for the artist. And I know artists have input on what they're going to do and how they're going to do it and all that. But I oftentimes put that weight on the writer's shoulders like you're the guy that's kind of scripting this Breathing out life yeah, yeah. you yeah. you know no, if it's a crap story no matter how pretty it is it's still a crap story right you know what I mean so that's why I kind of always kind of lean in more towards the writing side of things because like yeah there's there's it, I can critique and like and complain about what I like art wise or what I don't like art wise but at the end of the day if it's still a good story yeah. it's still a good story mm-hmm if that makes sense to right. answer, like, why I give you a hard time all the time. Yeah, but I think uh, I can enjoy, like, uh, you know, Moonshine. I, I just mentioned, I can enjoy it just on the art. I don't think I could do that. Just, just I, looking I, through. I love like, doing yeah. that. 
Yeah. Well, I like doing that in conjunction with the story because yeah. a lot of time because I can read you know read some Halfway some captions through. or dialogue and and, and then just kind of it just slows me down halfway through i stopped reading and i just looked at the art yeah. like uh twice flipping through and then i went back to reading it hmm. i want to say art is the most important because the point of a comic is that it's a visual medium it is a visual medium if you just have a story you're reading a book the point of a comic book is to he's taking this literally <laughs> i think but see i think that goes back to like the union of the two because i mean I'm sure there's some artists and there's plenty of them that could do it on their own, but mm-hmm. then there's plenty of guys that are like, well, I'd prefer to work with a writer. Yeah. And that guy is going to be responsible for telling that story or presenting what that yeah. artist needs to then convey visually to everybody else. Right. And, yeah. I, and no, I, I would say... They're two very, yeah. very different talent set. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean... Um, and it, it's very rare to have someone who's a great artist and also a great storyteller. Yeah, you know that that understands you know Here's, pacing and plotting. And, I think the ideal yeah. would be fifty fifty. Uh, you know, kind of like a saga. Um, Brian K. Vaughn considers Fiona Staples a, a storyteller with him. That's why you know a lot of the, the the indie books do though right. with, with most of those guys because I think a lot of those writers let the artists. Um, contribute to the story as well or it's or it's completely come you know they come up with it together Mm -hmm. in all fairness the artist always is it should be the one that gets paid more definitely visually visually there you know and i think that's the on average it's what because more writers can work writers can work on more than one book where an artist can only work on one book yeah that depends depends yeah. I, gotta, I think it depends. That might be true at Marvel and DC. I don't know that it's true for the independent books because the writer is actually the one who who creates the characters. Mm-hmm. Now you do have. I mean, there there is some create uh, co co creation mm-hmm. because um, artists will do character designs, designs yeah. and layouts and world mapping and stuff like that. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know how those contractual the, splits. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna totally probably biff biff this or whatever, but um, the only reason I bring that up is because a while ago Ryan Otley tweeted out like a story. He uh, their cut I think on Invincible like is something along the lines like eighty twenty. Kirkman pays Otley a lot. Oh, wow. That's okay, but All that right. Kirkman's not yeah, normal. Yeah, I don't write because and Kirkman makes <laughs> Kirkman right. Uh, yeah, know, from well, the, and I know, and I know. Yeah. And I, 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 no, because I would right. I would say, is that for the comic issues and stuff like that? Does because Kirkman it has to be getting a windfall from the show, you know, licensing. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, every product, whether it's you know toothbrushes or <laughs> or towels or t-shirts or yeah, lunch boxes. I mean, go yeah. on and on and on. Um, he's and that, don't quote me on that split. I'm just saying it was something ridiculous. Like, dang, like he yeah. pays, and he even said, "Dude, Kirkman paid him out of his own pocket when they right. when that before that book took off and really started to support itself, yeah. because he loved Otley that much. So he's one of those guys that takes care of his artists. So I yeah, think right. there's that side of it too. And personally, I think that the artist from from the the labor of making comics, I think the artist is worth more. Yes. Uh, based on the the work input, mm-hmm. because I agree with you. I don't think I don't think it's as hard for a writer that you know that knows what he's doing 
to come you know, up with a couple pages a day. Yeah, no so problem. come on, Bendis. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Speaking of slow but, burn, huh? Yeah. I just want to say, too, like, and to prove the point of art, like, if this shop had all these books out and only the name of the book on the co- the cover, would you want to read it or want to pick it up if it was just the name on the cover without the artwork? Sometimes. But that's what Barnes & Noble is for. Well, yeah, well but, I mean, no, like, but 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 the premise the premise of my question, Matt, though, was was which is more important to a comic? I mean, to a, com- a comic is not a comic if it doesn't have art, you know. Yeah. Now, a comic art. can be comic and be a silent comic yeah. with, with no writing. However, however, it is plotted out. It's mm-hmm. plotted out yeah. by a writer. A writer, you know, in most Tell cases, the yeah. the writers set the scenes panel by panel by panel. It's not, you know, and I guess you, we should you will have some artists that will go, you know, in collaboration with certain writers that, that will work together to create funky layouts. Yeah. You know? And we should say that most most people's conception of a writer for a comic is somebody that just fills in the word bubbles. That's not what, it's like you said, when you're scripting a comic book, you actually have to say page one, however right. many panels, what is in each of those panels, and the dialogue in those panels. Right. So that people, like the, the artist has a complete roadmap as to right. how that page is going to lay out. Right. If you write so, full script. If you write full script. <laughs> I would say... But uh, a lot of guys do. I've read most, a lot of guys r- write the full script. They don't do this. Yeah. Well, a lot of artists hate full script. <laughs> you know, like Greg Capullo. Um, I believe. But that's what, that's what Snyder sends him. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Scott Snyder sent him like 12 pages for, you know, like 12 full, fully uh, single line spaces for the first issue of Batman. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Greg is like, no, you can't do this. I don't want full script. I want, you know, yeah, give just layouts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I would say as for the industry from the 70s all the way maybe to like the 2000s, it was all about the art. And I, I feel like we've been slowly uh, shifting into yes. a writer, you know, people are focused on the writer. Like, oh, right. he's writing that? I, I want to read it. Yeah. You know, I... I they look at the writer first before the artist and before in the 90s 80s 70s you looked at the art the art is what popped you know the the jim lees and and you know uh, all the people from back then. it all depends on who i like what's Mm -hmm. on the book because i didn't know who was writing suicide squad but i knew jim lee was on it and i have jim lee's one of my favorites for like one third of the issue so bro it's like the first half, and then there's a backup story. You can hate Jim all you want, but he ain't gonna, he ain't gonna lose sleep over it. Yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, but 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 then on the flip side, you know, anything Jonathan Hickman puts his name on, I'm gonna pick up regardless of because I didn't know what the, the art artist was is, for yeah. for Black Monday Murders. I just knew Hickman's name was on it, yep. and I was like, I gotta get it because East of West is so good because everything else I've read with him has been good. Yeah. So it it really depends on for me like if it's somebody that I, that I already know on either side i'm gonna support that book yeah right so and i mean it it changes like for for me um i had i did not want to read moonshine but i i still wanted to look at it you know because of the the risso art and and i think it just changes uh you know between people i for us it could be about the the writing or the art i I think coming in as a new uh reader you focus on what writers you like because you're not looking at the art yeah. That much. It does take a while to kind of develop right. like recognition of certain art styles. Right. Too. Yeah. So I don't know. I I'd say it's equally important because. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, know, as important as they're it's, both. It's equal. tough. I mean, I lean more I towards it writing. Was a can of worms. Yeah. <laughs> Look what you yeah. started. I lean more towards writing just because I think I could actually write something. I could never draw something. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, total respect to the to the artists. artists yeah. yeah, good grief. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, once again, guys, if you want to keep up with everything going on in the shop, you can follow us at Horizon Comics on Instagram at Horizon Comics, Twitter at Horizon Comics, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash Horizon Comics. Ask yep. some questions, people. Please. Um, what? iTunes. Oh, uh, yeah. If you you know are digging all the content here, remember like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Um, we love you guys for that. If you if you leave us a review, I'll probably give you a shout out. That's what I usually do. Um, thank you, Carlos, for being on this week. Ain't We're no looking problem. forward to seeing you next week. My pleasure. Um, Our first back to back. First back to back. Carlos, a nice. double dose of los is what you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you like it or not. Huh? That should be on a shirt. <laughs> right. That should be on a t-shirt, yeah. dude. Write that down. Copyright it, huh? <laughs> I completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, if you want to keep up with things that I'm that are going on with me and then the comics I'm digging each week and whatnot, you can find... I'm getting there. Uh, you can follow me at uh, St. Jonathan on uh, Instagram and Twitter. If you want to keep up with Johnny... You can follow me at the johnny 2 x 4 Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Cool. And for those of you that that want to go above and beyond, do you have anything, Carlos? No, I'm good. Okay, because, yeah, I was about to say, he, the reason he asks questions is because he doesn't yeah. have oh, any of that stuff. I don't, I don't know that. <laughs> he comes yeah. into the shop to ask his questions. I have no time. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I didn't have time for it. Um, but uh, for those of you that want to go above and beyond, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash Podcast. Um, there's plenty of perks and prizes that we've talked about before that you can uh, get on as little as a dollar, if I'm not mistaken. As little as a buck. And then for $3, you get exclusive, exclusive content. Exclusive content, which we just, two weeks yep. ago? Last week? Yep. Last week. Last yep. week, our first exclusive uh, video podcast went up for those of you, so you can still do it now and get access to that. Um, we had a lot of fun making it, and we are planning on our next one already. Our next one's going to be uh, in September, and it's going to focus on You mean November? November? We're, We're going November. back in time? Back. What? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Don't worry. It's been yeah. a day for everybody. Um, Indie yeah, Comics. November. Independent Comics. Ooh, nice. And why they're important, right? Yeah. Yep. Ooh. So, yes. Yeah. Special guest, Jonathan Hickman. Oh, oh my god man. I'm gonna fanboy so that was, I'm gonna camp out yeah. your store <laughs> <laughs> we just lied to everybody right um, you have a line anyway in spirit yeah in spirit, in spirit. <laughs> um, anyway guys uh, we hope you have a good week we'll see you guys again next Thursday take care alright bye guys <laughs>